Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan Solo. Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, Susan, what are we talking about this evening? Well, this is the first show of the new year. And we'll start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. And you're going to rant about Prague's versus Russia, among other things. Followed by the Looney Tooney Global Warming Report, the Armed Citizens Report, what is the UN up to now, our military heroes, and the food police if we get to it? But I do have to ask you something. In order for me to do the Armed Citizens Report, Brian, I have to load that uh, internet magazine. Mm-hmm. I'm just terrified it might do something to the show. Do you think it'll bother it? I know it won't. Okay. That's, see, I have to have your expert opinion because mm. you're the computer geek. Mm. Like to the umpteenth of... Amendment. <laughs> One correction. Second show since the new year. All right. And we start the show with a pledge. All right, patriots, hand of a heart, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag or make a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. What? What am I ranting about now? Progs versus Russia. What about Prague? Progressives and commies always hate each other. I know, but this is this little blurb is from the Daily Mail. Although Russia's not communist. So, no. And it's it'll get you going. So do this little blurb first. Ah, uh, okay, from the Daily Mail. A group of House Democrats are planning one final futile effort to channel challenge Donald Trump's election by raising objections when Congress meets to certify the electoral votes, but the move will get immediately shut down unless the senator decides to, to sign. Uh, this is over. So this, was, this was last month. No, no, no. This this is brand new from today. I just got it from today. The from votes World... electoral college was certified on the 19th of December. But this was in, the, this was in World Net Daily it, today. Th- 
doesn't I don't care where it was today. Maybe you should look at the little date marker. Again, it's too late for this, so I'm reading something that's nonsense. We're past this. That's it. All right, well, I'll look it up right now because I think you're wrong. The Congress meets to certify the electoral votes. Do you know when that is, Susan? They just got back this week. Oh, I guess you don't know. And they said the Republican guys would vote down the effort in any event. And they wanted to do objections to the official vote certification, but it did, did, either they didn't do it or it didn't work. doesn't matter. Uh, there's, the, uh, there's no progs versus Russia. There's, there's a whole bunch of hating on Putin, a whole bunch of hating on a country they know nothing about. I can tell because when they bring up the comparison of the USSR, which does not exist anymore, you're, you're losing your mind. First of all, Russia's no longer socialist. Russia was never communist because there has never been a communist government, not including small groups coming over here and trying collectivism out back in the founding of the country. It failed miserably. Everybody was done with that experiment. And then Karl Marx resurrects the nonsense. You can't get, you can't have communism without first having socialism. When you get to socialism and you get to that point where they're supposed to give all the power back to the people. You have now created a tyrannical government, and that no, never happens. That's where it stays, right there. They're, they have never progressed to a communist government. Not Cuba, not Russia, not China. No. And it's right in, in the old USSR's name, United Soviet Socialist States. <clears throat> well, I, I know, I mixed it up with the United States one. I'm so used to saying that. United States, United Soviet Socialist uh, Republic. All right. Um, I mean, of Russia. Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading while I'm talking. I shouldn't do that. Try to figure out what I can get out of this stupid article. Published nine hours ago. That article was published nine hours ago. But it's over. I told you to look up when it was certified. You chose to do the opposite. I don't care about this article. It's already been certified. Look it up. When is the Electoral College certified? Anyway, well, it doesn't give any dates in here, so I don't know. But anyway, all these claims that said... Uh, spotlight on the intelligence community's claims of Russian interference in the elections, which you've been seeing, which is nonsense. It's BS. Comey's a pimp. No, no, that's not true. He's a whore. Oh my god! And so, and so is Brennan. Uh, trust me on this. They have no actionable intelligence that he isn't making up. Uh, do, does Russia try and hack our stuff? I bet China does too. North Korea does as well. Just to name a few. Players that are I know you about. Guys, you know, they're having a cow about this when the Clintons are actually giving our stuff away. Really? Seriously, it Brian? Doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Not once in any of these reports did it say Donald Trump had anything to do with it. Even though they're lying anyway. Again, trying to say this is an illegitimate presidency. When, in fact, Obama's 
Reign was an illegitimate presidency. He's not a natural-born citizen. I don't understand why y'all can't get it through your head that a natural-born citizen is not just a native-born citizen. They had native-born citizens at the time of the Constitution. Notice how many years you had to go with exception to being a natural-born citizen. That's because you had to have two parents that were citizens of the United States of America. And, you know, that started in 1980. It went into effect in 1789. They did it today. What? They, uh, what do you call certified the vote of the Electoral College today. On Friday. Today's Friday. Today's, but which Friday? Today, January 6th. Today. Then why didn't, does it say today? I asked you to look up something and, you, and you're bringing me a news article? Yeah, because. No, 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 no. I want the official date that is to be certified. And that's, that's the facts. The rest is politics. Anyway, it's done either way. Yeah, even Biden said it's done. Oh, even Biden said to give all their, to give his appointees, judicial appointees, a vote where they're trying to deny a vote. But they could still, unless they peel off some Democrats, they could still filibuster because they haven't changed the rules. Why hasn't McConnell changed the rules? I don't know. that Harry Reid did it, and it was fine for Harry Reid. Why can't McConnell do the same thing? And the idiot, everyone doesn't notice, the idiot put what Reid did about getting rid of the filibuster on judicial nominees... When they were in power, well, this guy, when he got in power, he put it back the way it was, which benefited the minority, not the majority, that he now was supposed to be leading. Why would someone do such a thing? Circus and bread. One-party system, you're being played like chumps. Both sides are progressive. There's a handful of Republicans in the Freedom Caucus that are worth a crap. Otherwise, the most all of them are progs, and that's all there is to it. Yes, there are right-wing and left-wing branches of the progressive movement. It's just how fast they want things to happen. Okay. You're not, if you're not looking at an official document of the United States government, you're wasting your time. And everybody else's. So let's get on, because you got something to push, and you're not even paying attention. I don't have anything to push. The Looney Tooney Global Warming Report? You have nothing to push? No, nothing. Why? I've never had anything to push. Excuse me. What's with the tone? I have never had anything to push for the Looney Tunes and Global so what? Warming Report. Why do I have to get tone? Because <laughs> you don't remember. I, but I am because I do know we have stuff on the Looney Tunes Global Warming Report. That's why. I'm because I'm to, the sound master. I'm going to have to uh, put something in the chat room to say hello. Why? There's nobody in the chat room. I know, but they're lonely. It says it feels lonely in here. Right, because there's nobody in there. <laughs> oh yeah, if you if you're listening live, you know you can't jump on the chat through the interface. So it, it doesn't look like it's chat. It looks like share, but it's chat. You'll see it. Uh, if you want to interact that way, you can interact that way. If you want to interact with the phone, you can call. Now this has been untested with callers, so I mean I've tested it to make sure the sound worked, <laughs> but I haven't had anybody call the number yet. So I'm not sure it even works. But if you want to call, it's 406-565-4189. 406-565-4189.
You can, it's only one line, so if you really want to get on, you can call, listen to it on on the phone, and uh, depending on what we're doing, I'll uh, bring you into the show. But not right away because we're not even at the first half hour. We got to get through the first hour before we even think about callers. I just have to make that rule up. I don't know. Or should I do it every hour for the bottom of the hour? It's up to you. Because otherwise, again, you have to keep writing all this stuff down if you got something to say. Because by the time you talk to me, I'll be way ahead of the show there. So uh, make sure you take notes so when you call, you don't, you don't forget. Because that happens to everybody, even me. <laughs> Brian, before you go on to the Looney Tunes Global Warming Report, what is really the bottom line? They're trying to do everything absolutely positively everything to make sure that Donald Trump's presidency fails. Is that not true? Of course it's true. I told you that was going to happen. And it's not going to end. This There's one thing about progs. They never stop. They never give up. It's always fight, 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 fight. And that's all you're going to see all through the presidency. So get used to it. You better hold your elected cockroaches in the with the R's after the name. You better hold them to tell, you know. And if you're in one of those D states, you might want to hold them accountable for this kind of thing, too. But the point Regardless is... Regardless of Democrat or Republican, they're, they're pieces of crap, and they're not doing what's best for your interests. They do not want the Obamanist gains in the progressive movement to, to be end. rolled back not one inch. They will not give one inch. We're going to have to take everything we want. You're going to have to take it, which means you're going to have to bust their backsides. And again, if you're in certain states where your demon crack got elected on a on a small margin, and they're coming up again for a re-election, hammer them too because they need to get re-elected. You just make it clear. You better stop getting in Donald Trump's way, or you will not get re-elected. Now that'll get their attention. The other thing that I want you to tell the folks is we have to, we didn't we well, haven't won anything yet. We still have to fight. No, we won the presidency, uh, what was it, 20 governorships, I forget how many legislators, legislators a lot, most of the country is and, now are. Right, but that doesn't mean anything, does it? No, not unless they are truly conservative and understand the Constitution and not going to be pushing a progressive agenda. Well, the point is we can't stop fighting. No, but that's the problem with conservatives, they will. They'll get, they'll get oh, we won, that's good. We're done. The left will never give up, but we tend to go, we tend to split up. We can't split up. We got to stick together. Remember, the Constitution is the solution. And Trump's going to help us get, uh, no, maybe two steps back towards it. If we're lucky. But I don't know what he's going to do because the man's not in yet. And already, Obama has thrown so many monkey wrenches his way. I'm surprised Trump didn't go smack him. Like the little biatch he is. He's a serious punk, you know. That I don't know how he. I don't know how these PR people keep his numbers up. Obama's acting like a punk. The president of the United States, a punk. And if you don't know what a punk is, look it up. From World Net Daily. A posting at Real Climate Science has delivered a body blow to the global warming agenda. Now called climate change, since the globe doesn't appear to be warming anymore. Well, it hasn't warmed in the past decade. It shows the Arctic Sea ice today is about the same thickness as it was 75 years ago. 
That's despite the massive spread of SUVs, the use of coal-fired power plants to generate heat for homes, and gasoline-powered lawnmowers and leaf blowers. The Posting Tuesday from Stephen Goddard, blogs under the pseudonym Tony Heller, featured the image of a 1940 Townsville Daily Bulletin report that ice measurements were on an average only six and a half feet, according to a just-returned expedition of Soviet explorers. The blogger noted that in 1940, Arctic sea ice was two meters thick. Then alongside a posting of the New York Times image stating the ice was only about seven feet thick in 1958, he wrote it was about two meters thick then. And he posted an image from the Danish Meteorological Institute, dated Monday, that shows much of the Arctic sea ice cover as <clears throat> was some two meters thick or more. All of the official fake news agencies and fake government agencies have been claiming that Arctic sea ice is getting thinner, he said, citing online headings from NOAA that Arctic sea ice is getting thinner, and the same from Scientific American. Scientific American, uh, see, NOAA, these are all supposed to be sciences, scientists. There's no real scientists anymore. I mean, there are, but that's not the majority aren't. They're just a bunch of political hacks. And he pointed that while Bush administration officially recently said, the Bush administration recently said, how old is this? All the thick multi-year ice is gone. In reality, a University of Colorado graphic reveals much of that ice is estimated at two to four years old. As is most always the case with government officials and journalists, they were lying. Nearly half of the Arctic is covered with multi-year ice, he said. World Net Daily reported in September that President Caesar Barack Obama's executive order to federal agencies to integrate into their policies and programs, quote-unquote, behavioral science insights about how people make decisions and act on them has had little effect on how Americans think about climate change, the government-approved theory that mankind is causing irreparable damage to the planet. The social and behavioral, really? Yep. Social and behavioral yep. sciences yep. team. And, that's, and we had no idea that this even existed, did we? No. None. In the executive office of the president. This is not a cabinet. What is, letting them have all these czars and advisors. Yeah. No president has allowed this. Your cabinet, your cabinet is simply laid out in the constitution. We don't need all, anything else. All those other things are not part of his cabinet. That's what some people tend to argue that think they know the Constitution. It doesn't say how big the cabinet can be. So, yeah, but they're supposed to be cabinet members. They're supposed to have official, they're like official bureaus. Like the Department of War. The Department of Diplomacy. I'm just using words that you don't have to know the actual labels of. But you see, that, the Pentagon, the the military. uh, These things are your cabinet. Not everybody under the sun, all these so-called czars. No, no, no. We have to pay their salaries. Uh Uh-uh. And no, it does lay it out. If you pay attention to the Constitution, it kind of lays out what the cabinet's all about. It's not specific. But that doesn't mean you can expand it. Because we're not textualists. We are originalists. Because there's only one way to be, and that's an originalist. 
Textualists are just lying manipulators. <clears throat> and this, anything called social and behavioral sciences, uh, as my hairs on the back of my neck rise up, is pileo erecti. <clears throat> Part of the National and Science Technology Council, that's nice, we're not supposed to have that either, said in its annual report that part of its work is to respond to climate change. Nothing in the Constitution about climate. No power over climate. Nope. Not air and water either. Yeah, the, the Clean Air Act's unconstitutional. They didn't amend the Constitution to give them power over air. Clean Water Act, Clean Air Act, all that nonsense. No, all unconstitutional. You may think it's a good idea, but it's not. Federal government keeps stealing hundreds of millions of acres every presidency. Now, it's ridiculous. They're, they already own more 50% of the country. And they're not supposed to own squat. They're limited to what it says in the Constitution, and that's Washington, D.C., which says exactly how big it is. That's it. Oh, yeah, you could do, you know, there's, there's forts, which would be military bases, uh, armories, and other needful buildings that is allowed. Nothing in there about parks, statues, nothing. Monuments, nothing. Again, if it doesn't say they have the power, it's left to the states and the people. Not, that's simple. It's even stated in the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, for goodness sakes. Don't leave out the Ninth Amendment when talking about the Tenth Amendment. They go together. But how did you get me back on this when uh, I'm supposed to be talking about this? Because it's all interrelated, Brian. Where did he even get this, this, like you're saying? We didn't even know that this existed. I didn't, and this thing refreshed on me again. What is going on with your computer and your mouse? Nothing. If you don't, if if it saves, auto-saves, and the cursor's up at the top, it, push, it reloads the page, it goes to the cursor, so it goes up to the top. So i got to keep clicking where I am in the document. And so I'm still, now I'm trying to find where I left. Oh, there it was, right? Uh, nope. Yep. There it is. Social and behavioral sciences team. National and Science Technology Council said in its annual report that part of its work is to respond to climate change. The team said it started a dialogue with the Department of Energy's Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy, unconstitutional, to identify the potential behavioral barriers underlying low take-up of clean energy, as well as a suite of behavioral tools that could be used to address these barriers. Okay, this is social behavioral, engineering. Yes, yes, behavioral sciences are is supposed to be psychology, psychiatry kind of stuff. Right, to make us believe, they want to find a way to brainwash us to make us believe that we really need to have all these things. So what you're saying this is really the uh, Office of Propaganda. Yes. Which they often call the... Office of Information. <laughs> um, for example, this is going to be good. Behavioral science research indicates that prompting consumers to select a power plan from among clean and non-clean options, rather than defaulting them into standard electricity plan, and presenting plan options in ways that facilitate informed decision-making can improve take-up, the report said. That's gobbledygook means it's usually psychobabble nonsense. It also wants to make consumers better understand that the government wants them to do about global warming. I, I'm sorry, when, does, when is it saying the Constitution the government's allowed to tell me what to do? 
There's nothing in there. In fact, the Bill of Rights will put in there as redundancy. And still, nothing in there about that. Just not, no, nothing. So, in fact, it says the opposite, right? They're not allowed to tell us anything. You're, not, you're supposed to leave us alone. You're not even supposed to talk to us. Except for the 16th Amendment. Oh, by the way, I know he made a faux pas, but uh, certain hosts to, to say, I support all the amendments to the Constitution. I do not support all the amendments to the Constitution. The 16th and 17th Amendments, I'm not even sure they were ratified correctly, but they damaged the Constitution badly and and our republic they have to be repealed the 14th amendment as well because it's i don't want it up to the courts to decide whether the bill of rights applies to the to the states or not uh it didn't it applied only to the federal government your own constitution is supposed to deal with everything else so start looking at your state constitution to see what needs fixing because I'm guaranteed you're going to find stuff that needs fixing. You might even find out that the government's doing a whole bunch of things not in the constitution of your state. Yeah, because the, our elected cockroaches are clueless about any constitution. They're all in it together. You start out about... I heard some idiot put down Trump because he said, he's out of his, he doesn't know what to do, he's out of his league, blah, blah, because... Uh, to be a politician, you have to start when you're very young and you work your way through the system and you do this and this and this, and th- then you're ready. I'm like, being a politician makes you not ready. There's very little politics involved in the real executive. Again, the national government's only supposed to be doing foreign things with a rare exception stated in the Constitution. Okay, a break already. Wow, that went fast. It's Young Quap Radio Show. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Hi, this is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. The mainstream media has failed the American people once again. Internet radio networks like Red State Talk Radio will not fail you. Tune in 24 hours a day. Studios A and B. Great conservative programming around the clock. Red State Talk Radio, the dominant force in Internet conservative talk radio. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Aquabit Radio Show. Hour half of one. Uh, yes, I know the mic was left hot during the commercial. <clears throat> All right, moving back to global gibbagobbledygook. Um, where it also wants to make consumers better understand that the government wants them to do. Why do we? You don't. We. You need to learn what we want you to do, not the other way around. You work for us. We don't work for you. To help household communities and decision makers better understand and adapt to the effects of rising global temperatures, SBST, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and the University of Maryland 
have worked to help the United States Global Change Research Program improve their climate indicators, which convey important information about climate patterns to non-scientists. So they're improving their lying. Correct. You want us to trust a, a meteorologist with understanding weather. You want us to believe you know what's going to happen 100 years from now or even 20 years from now. Okay, if you really want us to get on your side, how about you get the 10-day forecast right? If you can't get 10 days right, how the heck can you get 20 years right? Sorry, your computer models are junk. What has been our temperature for the past two weeks? Oh, well, cold snaps happen. But we're back on a cycle where we're getting long cold snaps below zero again. Yeah, way below zero. Yeah. Well, I just talked it was, to that my... was fun at negative 32. I was talking to my girlfriend over in Virginia. Yeah, she's at a balmy 18 degrees right now. It's so warm over there. Heck, we might hit 18 in a day or so. I actually wrote an article when 18 degrees feels warm. That's what the title of it. I don't think it was titled 18 degrees. It was something else. No, when 18 degrees feels warm. It was about frostbite. Well, I, re- I remember the article, but I don't think it was 18 days. It was no, a different 18 day. degrees. I mean, 18 degrees. I think it was something else. No. I just brought that out of the top of my head, Susan. It was called 18 de- when 18 degrees feels warm. Well, then you <laughs> no. can bring it up, can't you? <laughs> Global freaking warming. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Don't like, don't like the F anything. All right, so it still said consumer adoption of green power plans remain low at roughly 700,000 customers nationwide. World Ed Daily reported three, over 340 million people. Uh, World Ed Daily reported much of the information on the global warming projections are based, are based is simply wrong. Mark Morano of Climate Depot warned the intent now is not to discuss, investigate, or research but to send a chilling message to doubters and skeptics to be silent. Yes, yes, thank goodness Donald Trump got elected and they were going to start throwing us climate deniers in, in, in gulags. prison. Well, I don't know what you want to call them, but that's a Russian word. Uh, something like the gulags. Morano said his movie, Climate Hustle, Shows the climate establishment comparing climate skeptics to Holocaust deniers. Oh, and there's this new thing going around. Flat earthers. This, these people running around playing these idiotic games, asking questions like, oh yeah, the world is flat. Look, look at the water. It's flat. Took a picture, show a picture of water. It's flat. I said, no, you dummy. The picture is flat. The ocean isn't flat. Well, the other thing that I don't get but about But they this, keep going with it. It's like, it's like a nonsensical game that would waste your time. I just mute them. I just mute them and walk away. Really, there's no reason talking to them. They're playing stupid mind you know, games, you, and they think they're cute, and they think they're funny, you keep, and they're just annoying. You keep saying muted like you're actually talking to them. No, that's what it's called, muted. On Twitter, it's called muted? I can't remember Twitter or Facebook. Whatever. But it's but either you one. You can block them or you can mute them. You have a choice. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not on social media. That's a new change anyway. So some of them I just block because they're just nasty little trolls and I can't stand them. But other ones I just mute. Move along. 
The other thing I don't understand about this is um, don't most progs deny the Holocaust? No. That's, that's a big movement. That's a whole other thing. And there's some people on both sides that do that. I, told, I, I keep telling you, the farther you get out in po- political ideologies, the closer they start coming together. It's like a horseshoe. So they start, they start sharing craziness near the very end there. So they both start sounding alike, even though they're saying they're coming from different perspectives, opposite perspectives, but they're not. They're coming from the same perspective, and they just think there's there's still conservatives or patriots or whatever they call themselves. Um, whatever the flavor of the day? All I know is this is going to be fight, 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 yeah. and it's going to be so much better than when Hitler was in because then we'd have to fight, 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 and never win. Which really stinks. Yeah, but you're already get. Are you already experiencing tastier bread? Yeah, well, he hasn't started yet, but of course. But this is nothing. This is like crumbs. He just started. I mean, he hasn't even been elected yet. He's not the president. He's president-elect. They're going crazy. Right. And Rosie O'Donnell pretty much called for assassination of Donald Trump. Well, she said there's only so many days left to stop Donald Trump. I don't I don't know the second amendment maybe. I don't know what the answer is. Second amendment maybe. Okay, the second amendment is about guns. How could that be a solution for President elect Trump if it wasn't using a gun to shoot him? Yeah. You know, Rosie O'Donnell is a crazy she should never talk about anybody else. She's the craziest loon in the box. I mean she's she's well, she's a homosexual. That they all come with baggage, told you that. Uh, it ain't because we don't like homosexuals. It's because they they consider themselves homosexual, and whatever made them think that is the problem. But we'll never know because we just got to accept them for who they are. Mentally mentally messed up. This is okay. We'll just accept them as uh, oh, they're little. It's like our eccentric uncle down when you live down south. It's like, that's just like my like, eccentric uncle. But it's a woman. <laughs> Man, she gets so drunk. She she's also a drunk, and she gets on YouTube and she says the stupidest things, slurring her words. I don't know why anybody would even listen to her. Really, her and Donald Trump hate each other, so I'm sure we're gonna hear more from both of them. I hope he just le- just doesn't even react to those people. All these people in Hollywood, they're going out, oh, dude, 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 we got to fight, fight, fight. What are they trying to do? Keep us divided. We need to become united behind this president to help save the republic and, and our liberties. And instead, they want us to be divided. And it seems like we're all buying it. I don't, you never Trumpers. It's over. You got it? I'll be playing a little clip there shortly for you. It's over, Never Trumpers. Now's the time to do its best for our country, and progressivism is not good for any country. Left-wing, liberal, progressive, socialist, commie, fascist, status, bastards. I don't care what you call yourself. You are the enemy. Now, understand conservatism is an ideology that you could learn like, like communism, study a book on it. You, have, you can read a bunch of books. It's not an ideology like progressivism. It means... Sticking to think, learning from history, sticking to the rule of law, not the rule of man, 
and not making changes that are untried too, too quickly. It's not about experimentation. The government shouldn't be experimenting. They should be doing their job, which is all foreign, which is not giving money to you or your friends or anybody else. And no special treatment in the courts just because you're a homo. This is all going away, thankfully. All you protective groups out there, you're going to go crying in your Wheaties, boy, because the gravy train is over and the crazy train from the LGBTQ community uh, is just beginning, I'm sure. But them getting anywhere has come to an end. You get no special protection. No, None of you out there got it. We're all supposed to be treated equally under the law. Not differently based on gender, race, religion, whatever. Everybody's supposed to be treated equally. Right now, all these protected classes, they're not equal. They have affirmative action, Title IX, blah, blah, blah. Uh, protections for this, protections for that. Employers have to hire uh, cross-dressers and let them cross-dress even though, even though it makes them lose customers because the government says so. Uh, no, I'm sorry. How about you take these people and put them in a loony bin somewhere and get them treated? They're not doing themselves. You're not doing them any favor if you look at. Show me a real, really, a, just a regular homosexual. Show me one that's well adjusted. A well adjusted homosexual, with no issues, no psychological issues whatsoever. Which can't be because. Homosexuality is a psychological problem. Now, I'm sorry. If you've got an XY chromosome, God did his job and you're a man. The rest of that's in your head. So obviously the only way to treat that is in your head. I'm sorry that this is politically incorrect now. I'm not supposed to say that. This is the, this is the truth. And the truth is usually not something anybody wants to hear. I get that. I, I can't be bothered with that. I tell the truth. You want to listen to this show? Don't listen to this show. I have no hatred towards homosexuals. None. So homosexual activists? Yes. Along with climate activists? Yes. Along with African-American activists, which are black people activists? Yes. Hispanic? Yes. And I have a problem with all those activists because they're all trying to overthrow our government. They're seditious because there is no place for progressivism, socialism, communism, collectivism in the Constitution. It does not exist on purpose. You people are playing with things you think are new because they put new labels on them. It's all failed policies. The more more power the government has, the less liberties you have. That's a fact. Why? How could you say that? Where does the government get its power, Susan? From we the people. Well, so if they, as they as they take more power for themselves, we lose power. Do, do we? Yes, because it's the the glass half and, empty, half. And more empty. more importantly, we lose our liberties. People in the city, I don't feel like my liberties have been... You don't know what your liberties are supposed to be, doofus. How are you going to miss something you never had? You live in a city, you're an ant. That's why most people in the cities are progressive and collectivists because they live like ants. It tends to breed the mentality. Get out. Explore a little bit. 
country's really big New York City people and whoever is city people, get out and see the country. Go take a walk in the woods. You know, that's a place where they have those things with leaves on them, trees and stuff. Go there. You need a lot more time to meditate now that, oh, that Trump won. You're losing your mind. You got to go to the park, find a quiet spot, sit and reflect on your life. Grasshopper. And if you're smart, you'll pray to God to help you understand the world the way it's supposed to be. Instead of working for Lucifer, you should really start working for God. I know. You can't say, there's only two options then. Yeah, pretty much so. Yeah, two options. That's that's pretty much it. Unless you're Catholic, then you've got purgatory. And, oh yeah, what's the other one? Not void. Uh, where, where all the unborn babies get sent because they weren't baptized? I... Limbo! That's right. <laughs> all the babies are in limbo. That's Roman Catholic stuff. Uh, I'm more Dante's Inferno guy. I think purgatory is just the top layer of hell. And it's it's it feels a lot like this. <clears throat> just saying. It's all an attempt to silence the debate and silence any science and go right to centralized planning, he said. That's what this is all about. The UN has admitted their goal is wealth redistribution and it doesn't have anything to do with the environmental policy. The solution off, and by the way, the IPCC, the climate change group in the UN, was created by a socialist who said he, his goal was, and he hoped for, that this committee bring about global socialist governance. That is not, not anything about weather, climate, or anything. Just socialism and globalism. That's it. He said the result would be tragic for large populations who are being denied access to pumped water, power, and heat because of antagonism to carbon-based fuels. The reason we know there's a hustle is their predictions have failed to come true on a whole host of issues, Morano said. That's why they now want to stop the debate, suppress the debate. One of the more famous predictions came from former vice president and current carbon credit entrepreneur, Al the Green Goblin Gore. Frozen Gore. No, he's the Green Goblin. <laughs> who told, or you can call the Magi of all that is green. That's from one of my things. I know. Who told an audience in 2009 speech that the entire North Polar ice cap during some of the summer months could be completely ice-free within the next five to seven years. His 2006 documentary, <coughs> they throw that word around like it's nothing nowadays. That word is, is useless now. An inconvenient truth. It is an inconvenient truth. Famously predicted, increasing temperatures would cause Earth's oceans to rise by 20 feet. A claim any scientists say is... Oh, we must be getting close to our bandwidth limit. Uh oh. Hit reply. Hit reply. Just do it. Why didn't something happen? I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, does Yappy doesn't seem to like Windows? 
Uh, I want to know what our usage is, but uh, guess we'll have to wait and hope it lasts till the end of the show. So, a claim any scientist says is utterly without rational basis. Another came from a 2013 column by, well, not the inconvenient truth, you can take apart a whole bunch more than that. That graph he used, that hockey stick graph, it's upside down. Yeah, the researcher that he, he said the ice showed blah, well, that same researcher said no, it shows the opposite. And, of course, that would be true because he said, because, of course, it, it always, carbon dioxide follows warming. It doesn't lead, it follows. Another 2013 column by Mark Hertzgard, which was headlined, The End of the Arctic, Ocean Could Be Ice-Free by 2015. Well, why don't you go to the North Pole in your underwear then? Let's see. He wrote, say goodbye to polar bears. They're still here. In fact, polar bear population has increased. And a whole lot of ice. And the ice ice has increased in the South Pole by quite a bit. New research suggests the Arctic Ocean could be ice-free. No, it can't. With devastating consequences for the world. Can it be stopped? Taking one more step back in time, the BBC said Arctic summers would be ice-free by 2013. Sierra Club Canada also said in 2013 that the Arctic sea ice would vanish that year. Tim Ball, a former University of Winnipeg climatology professor, said global temperatures have been dropping since the turn of the century, prompting the change in terminology from global warming to climate change. Activists are also, you forgot before that it was climate chaos. They tried that one out. didn't work. But climate change, that, that worked. That pulled well. They're also spending less time discussing temperatures and more time pointing to more extreme events such as tornadoes, droughts, cold snaps, and heat waves. Ball said there's a shred of truth there, but it's being badly distorted. Yes, there's been slightly more extremes, he said in an interview with WorldNet Daily and Radio America. That's because the jet stream patterns are changing, because the Earth is cooling down. All the arguments about sea level rise, about Arctic sea ice disappearing, If you recall, it's not that long ago that our friend Al Gore was saying that there would be no summer ice in the Arctic. I think the year he set was 2014. Uh, We already know what that is. That proved to be completely wrong. At the Ron Paul Liberty Report, Chris Rossini said the alarmism about climate change is reaching levels of desperation. The arguments go from ridiculous to hysterical. We are told by many politicians that climate change is the number one threat to Americans. This is, of course, a favorite of the swindling class. Others tell us that number one threat is ISIS, and some are now saying that it's Donald Trump. (laughs) Some say it's North Korea, Russia, or Iran. The carousel of number one threats is always in motion. (laughs) That's a really, I like that. I like that paragraph. I bet bet you did. (laughs) Rossini continued, in the media, you'll find stories that free birth control is needed in order to battle climate change and that climate change will turn women into prostitutes why would climate change turn women into prostitutes how is a correlation i want that correlation i want the scientific correlation to the globe warming and women becoming prostitutes it someone someone actually said that and nobody biatch slapped him back really Brian, we did an article. I didn't. I have to recall if it was last show or the show before, 
were the oh no was the what the government is spending your money on and they were spending money on this scientist to uh research how a lake overflowing because it was melting the glacier above it caused STDs in women remember that I was last show yeah I don't find a correlation how does lake water cause I asked this after you read it it that would at least have some kind of idiotic reason for it. Somehow the STDs got in the water. What does that have to do with climate change? But that you can't get STD by swimming in a lake. Everybody that says that lied. They had sex. They didn't want anyone to know about it. You don't get it from toilet seats. Uh, no. That's what all women said when I was growing up. <laughs> you, get, you get it from toilet seats. You get it from swimming in a pool. First of all, pools have chlorine in it, so not not a chance. They, there's no way to make it correlate at all. It's just not if you know anything about how the world works, anyway. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that don't. So now, climate change is going to make women turn into prostitutes. Uh, I guess that's good for people that like prostitutes. So. Now they're going, everything is about the women and the children. I don't know. They didn't mention children yet, but turning women into prostitutes. I don't know how that happens. Non-believers of this ridiculous propaganda are branded as deniers. I suppose they should be branded deniers. They're denying that this is normal. This is normal climate change. They are in denial. Not us. The science is really is clear, but it's clear against them. Again, the great fusion reactor in the sky has more control over weather than anything else. And mix that in some cosmic dust and you got magic that keeps the whole thing going. But I'd have to go in depth to explain that. So it's best you look that stuff up for yourself. Don't accept. You can you can read on the internet easily. You don't have to be like, I have to have a high IQ to be able to understand this stuff. No, you're on the internet. They, there's places that explain it very simply. Uh, the science is actually... K through 12 science. Which they don't teach anymore. Right. But, uh, <laughs> again, we're the deniers. I have, I know, I'm solid on science. I know the science behind it. They don't have any. They don't have any science. All they have is a computer model. A computer model is programmed by humans. Humans then tell, if this is inputted, this is outputted. That's how computer programming works. So, garbage in, garbage out. Got it? The program is going to, not they plug in, it's already it's already been pre-designed to show climate change. Well, actually, global warming was how it was set up. But they couldn't even pull that off with all the fake stuff they were doing. Remember the, the emails that got leaked? Yeah, you like WikiLeaks back then. Showing that they were just making stuff up, tell, you know, telling what the real agenda is. It's, it's socialism. It's nothing to do with the climate. Look, these are just facts, and you could look it up. Look up the IPCC founder. Go do a search for that, not on Google, please. We don't use Google because Google sucks, for one thing. They, they track you and give your information to people. We don't want that. Um, you could use StartPage to use Google if you want, but I found Google uh, isn't worth anything anymore, and I use DuckDuckGo, but i got to go to a hard break. It's your cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
changes in the military fostered by the Clinton administration have provided the opportunity to create an elite new fighting force. The Big K-1. Their mission? Nail Saddam Hussein. Well, who does this nails anyway? You're quiet, soldier. Uh, listen up, uh, man. Uh, we'll be leaving for Baghdad from Fort Dix. Ooh. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. It's Flash. Roberta Flash. I love her. We're here. We're on fire. We're flaming. And going down. Again next time when the crack soldiers close in on Saddam. Oh no, Stan! It's a good thing I wore my combat song. I'm a big K1. And now from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan. The good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you. Did you have your action figure? Pull his string and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams, Everyone back up or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pull, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone... Thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burqa Barbie. Hello, I'm Frank Bartles, and this here's my partner, James Brown. As the weather starts getting too hot... <laughs> We hope you will reach for one of these. New Bartles and James Brown wine cooler. It tastes good. They come in three funky flavors. Gravity grape. Get down. Crime of passion fruit. Oh, And my personal favorite, papaya. Papaya's got a brand new bag. It'll get you off faster than a big city lawyer. And a single pack serves six to ten. Just like James. <laughs> New Bartles and James Brown wine coolers. The cooler cooler. Made in the cooler. Now behind bars everywhere. And uh, thank you for your support. Our hidden cameras caught Mrs. Helen Grouse of Columbus, Ohio, in the act of shoplifting at an A&P store. We asked other shoppers if they'd be deterred from shoplifting if we punished Mrs. Grouse by killing her. Let's listen. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you ever shoplifted? Well, yeah, yes, I have. Oh? Yeah, on occasion I snitched a can of salmon or a jar of artichoke or something. Well, let me ask you this. What? Here is a woman we just caught shoplifting. Oh, boy. Now, if we were to punish her mm -hmm. by killing her mm -hmm. right now, would that convince you not to shoplift? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of an impulse sort of thing, and I really doubt if you'd kill her. I mean, I'd have to say I, 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 I'd probably shoplift again. I see. Well, watch this. We are... Now, what have we done? Well, uh, uh, you just shot her in the head. And would you say that she's dead? Well, her whole head is blown off. Yeah, she's, she's dead all right, yeah. Now, let me ask yeah, you again. Do you think we've convinced you not to shoplift? Well, I had to say I'd never shoplift again. Why do you say that? Well, you just proved to me that you'd kill someone if they shoplifted. I saw it with my own eyes. You're not just saying that. No, no, no. I'm really convinced. You won't change your mind. Nope. I'll never shoplift again. At A&P, we won't stop trying till we make you say... We are...
King Samir Shabazz is the new Black Panther Party's Philadelphia leader. This new Panther version of black power does not include white participation. I hate white people. All of them. Every last iota of a cracker, I hate it. We didn't come out here to play today. There's too much serious business going on in the black community to be out here sliding through South Street with white, dirty, cracker whore on our arm, and we call ourselves black men with African garb on. What the hell is wrong with you, black man? You had a doom day with a white girl on your damn arm. You want freedom? You're going to have to kill some crackers. You're going to have to kill some of their babies. Back to the Aquabri Radio Show, Hour 2. Uh, I thought we were going to do this at the bottom of the hour. This is the top of the hour. You didn't do it at the bottom of the hour. You did it when we first started. Right, and I said I should do it probably at the bottom of the hour. Okay. Give it back to me. Nope, just leave it. <laughs> needs to be there. Along with the listener lines. Like, because I want to say, well, if you you, do, you want to listen to us on a phone, you can listen to the show at redstatetalkradio.com on the following lines. Honey, you told me to put it in the spiel. I'm putting it in the spiel. Say it now. I don't have it right now. Why not? I don't know where it went. What? I have to get online and get it again. I no, you don't. Know. You just have to find out where you already wrote it down, which which should be in something that resembles a notebook. No, I don't have it. Well, find it. This is what I get. It's quite an attitude from... I don't have... What the heck? I don't, I don't have, I lost it. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, well, you go over to redstatetalkradio.com by yourself, and if you look on the players, you'll find the listener lines that are free for you to listen without data. It's just a regular phone call. Uh, of course, if nobody's on Skype yet, you could also listen on Skype. Just put in, if you're going to call, just put a text message in that you're just listening. You don't want us to bring you into the show. 406-565-4189. 406-565-4189. Phone lines are open. <laughs> I wish someone would call just so I know it worked. I'm going to have to have you call after the show. Even, appeal, even appeals to religion and the afterlife have been showered on Americans. Whether it be comments from the Pope or from Nobel Prize winning economist Paul Krugman, <laughs> what a doofus, who says you can deny global warming and may you be punished in the afterlife for doing so. This kind of denial for petty personal political reason is an almost inconceivable sin. Okay, but... What you bring up all the time, how many congr people that go to church sit in the pews and listen to their preacher or their reverend or their rabbi or their priest spout this crap? I'd say probably the majority of them. Right? Yeah, they've been completely infiltrated, churches. Uh, Rossini wrote, 
boy, do these characters really want Americans to believe the climate change religion. Scientist Art Robinson has spearheaded the petition project, which has gathered the signatures of at least 31,487 scientists who agree that there is no convincing scientific evidence that human release of carbon dioxide, methane, or other greenhouse gases is causing or will in the foreseeable future cause catastrophic heating of the Earth's atmosphere and disruption of the Earth's climate. Which is absolute poppycock. They have no science to back them up. Zero. Trust you and me. They've been doomsdaying this planet since I've been alive. Longer than I've been alive. They're constantly saying, oh, we're killing the planet. We're killing the planet. We're killing the planet. Well, planet's still here. And it's doing just fine. You know, the planet's still here after two atomic bombs. That's not much in the greater scheme of things for the Earth. I know, but still, they, they're they talking about our our influence on the planet. We released two atomic bombs, a little bit more right. of a... <laughs> well, they, they, prob- they will agree with you. I wouldn't play into their own arguments, though. I would, no, that is, does not have a big impact on the climate, on the world, it did not. No, it didn't. Right, but that's the point. You were playing into their argument. It's all how you say it. No one will be yapping you, don't worry. If anyone yapping you, you get a pop-up. If they text us in Skype, you should also get a pop-up. If they call, you should get a pop-up. You should not get a, you should not get ringing sounds. I told it not to ring. Okay. Well, if it rings, it'll ring during the show. Nobody wants to hear that. Anyway, so I don't know how it's really going to function because I didn't have Susan call me yet. Anyway, they say, moreover, there's substantial scientific evidence that the increases in atmospheric carbon dioxide produce many beneficial effects upon the natural plant and animal environments of the earth. Yes, it does, because they all use carbon dioxide in photosynthesis. Robinson, look up photosynthesis. Robinson, who was a PhD in chemistry from the University of California, San Diego, where he served on the faculty, co-founded the Linus Pauling Institute with Nobel recipient Linus Pauling, where he was president and research professor. You know, once upon a time, I wanted to go to UC Cal- California, uh, San Diego. Really nice. It's really nice uh, college. It's right on the beach. And my favorite beach. I used to go. I used to travel all the way to San Diego to go to beach from Monrovia. Because my, it, they were my favorite beaches. Beach is. Not the other word. All right, so... Uh, where was the president and research president? He later founded the Oregon Institute of Science and Medicine. His son, Noah Robinson, was a key figure in the petition work and has a Ph.D. in chemistry from Caltech. Well, I'll say it again. Global warming is junk science. Bunk. Nonsense. Crapola. Oh, that's why you can't do it. You're opening it. Oh, you're not, it's not loaded on the computer. You're loading it online. Yeah, I know, because that's what you gave me the link, and that's what I did. I pressed on the link. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to press on the link. You can also download it. 
Well, I just pressed on the link. Great, but that's not letting you copy and paste. When you just go to link. This is actually pretty cool. It's the um and uh, well, look at that face, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, you could opt for the digital version of their magazines, which we do. The NRA magazine. And the purpose was to make it easy to copy and paste. But instead of downloading it to use local PDF, she's using Google Docs. Which we don't use in this household. You need to turn that off in your browser. No more Google Docs. Google, get away from Google altogether. You've got Firefox on your computer. This is not my computer. Your computer has Firefox on it. Yeah, but I'm not using my computer. This one has Firefox on it too. Well, you're the one who set it up. I didn't set anything up. You Firefox is right in the side menu. Anyway, do you want us to... I didn't you? open the browser. You did. Do you have something on what happened today? Do I have something on what happened mm-hmm. today? You were talking about it earlier. You'd, you'd have to look it up in my Twitter profile. Okay. I have nothing. To, I have no articles on my computer. That's okay. I don't think I do. All right. Maybe I do. So we're going to do the... No, I don't. So the only place you can go is... Start reading from your thing. You're supposed to be doing it already. I got to get to Well, it. then stop playing around with everything else. Come on now. I didn't know if I wanted to play an intro or not. I decided not to. Okay. So, this is what we're going to read from. America's First Freedom, which is, uh, yeah, an NRA magazine. Get over it. And, thank God, because when I did this on my computer, because my computer has all those spots on it, I couldn't even read this. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I told you how to make things smaller, didn't I? Uh, Did I not tell you how to make the windows smaller? So you, you're, that wouldn't be in your way? But it's not now. It's good. I'm not on my computer. One does not preclude the other. So anyway, this is the oh armed citizen. God. For those who think that a restraining order can protect a person, remember this. A restraining order is just a piece of paper. And sometimes people don't abide by it. In fact, A lot of times they don't abide by it. <laughs> in fact, sometimes people react with violence to the very idea of one. That's one takeaway from a defensive shooting that involved parties from two states. Susan, what are you reading? I want an armed citizen, not a big, long political thing. This is the armed citizen article. Don't read the whole thing. Pick one. A woman called the police to report a stalker was outside the Los, Los Altos Hills, California home where she was staying. She was on the phone with 911 dispatchers when the suspect forced his way into the home and started shooting at her and others in the home. Fortunately, a male resident of the home had grabbed a gun before the intruder entered the house. He shot the bad guy several times, killing him. Good. You like those ones. Yes, because it saves us money. <laughs> he didn't kill him. The alleged stalker fled, but was later hospitalized and what? charged with attempted murder. You lied? He didn't kill him? <laughs> he didn't kill him. No. Why'd you say he did? <laughs> you made a mistake, didn't you? No. No, no, I was no just, I'm just teasing you. We shot the guy several times. He still lived. He was what then, caliber was this weapon? He was then identified as someone the woman had known in Georgia. She had asked for a restraining order against him, though it was unclear if one was issued. The Mercury News, San Jose, California, 10-17-16. This is sin. Update. It seems Fort Lauderdale shooter Emir Mohammed Sakim was posting on jihadi forums when he was 17 years old in 2007. That's his real name, Emir Mohammed Sakim. You notice how they gave you his Hispanic name? We're all like, I wonder what his motivation is. 
he ch- he has about he, he converted to Islam. That was the problem. Mystery solved. But of course, like you're saying, all the news outlets and the, the police released an Hispanic name. Yes, this is, this is just. I mean, that was breaking when I put it in my Twitter feed. I'm not sure how hard it is to find an actual article on it. Um, but you know, lots of going on, especially with what they call snowflakes. You so, don't need to do this. We have a whole show. You're not even halfway through. I'm not doing it. I'm, oh. I'm going back. I just wanted to get his name. That the mystery is solved. He's a Muslim, <laughs> and he's been posting on jihadi forums to 2007. That means, and I know it is true because I heard it, the FBI has, was talking to him, as well as all these other wackadoos. They've talked. They're on the radar, but they never do anything. Every and single... And then it happens, and they go, well, you know, blah, blah. then all of a sudden nobody remembers that they said, yes, you know, we, we were we have him on the radar. We've had discussions Every with Every single solitary shooter, and including those... On nine eleven, we're talking to the everyone, FBI. I don't say. I don't, I don't think everyone. Everyone, was. they all said it. This whole year, everyone was on uh, the FBI. without proof. We don't do that, right? What you hear on a talk radio show is not proof. I'm hearing for every shooting that they said the FBI talked to them. even the Boston bombers. They talked to for goodness. Sake. Yes, they talked to all of. Them. I never said they talked to the nine one one bombers. And if they, if you got this knowledge from talk radio, get, shh, give me a link. Without a link, it's just hearsay. Uh huh. So anyway, moving right along, I guess which only wants to read once. One. What is the UN up to now? Our military heroes. From Fox News. Six months after a United Nations watchdog report suggested better protection for U.N. whistleblowers, the global bureaucracy is about to produce a policy that would make a bad situation for those employees a lot worse. It could also produce an early headache for new U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres, who took office on January the 3rd, if you didn't know, as he faces U.S. legislators who are eager to cut U.N. funding as a result of the Security Council's December 23rd resolution condemning as illegal Israeli settlements on the West Bank and in East Jerusalem. Among other things, critics charge the new whistleblower policy reinforces a two-tier standard at the scandal-scarred United Nations, in which only those pointing figures at the most serious kinds of wrongdoing get full protection for their actions. They also argue that it further increases possibilities for retaliation against anyone making less less high-profile allegations of internal UN wrongdoing or abuse of power, and forces staffers to rely more heavily on international organizations they consider to be weak or compromised, to protect them in those lower-profile cases of alleged corruption and abuse. The result, they argue, is that it may further reinforce rather than reduce, the UN's notorious culture of impunity, in which wrongdoing is often perceived to be untouchable, and those who draw attention to it face harsh retribution. Yep, that's the government you want to be in charge of the world. 
According to the Government Accountability Project, a Washington-based organization that supports whistleblowers, UN management is narrowing the definition of a protective disclosure in a revised policy, and it should not be more, more restrictive. For its part, UN bureaucrats say the organization's aim is to streamline procedures for protecting accusers and investigating newly defined public interest claims of wrongdoing. Keep pettier grievances from clogging up the system by referring them to other channels and use the UN's internal investigators and ethics office to help prevent retaliation before it occurs, as well as clarify roles and responsibilities. They also point to the fact that UN member states have been grouching loudly that the organization's internal deliberations over the new policy have already taken far too long, and that they were given a deadline of the end of 2016 to come up with the version they now have in hand. The new protection policy is sitting on the desk of fledgling Secretary General Gutierrez as part of his legacy from former Secretary General Ban Ki-moon, who faced a variety of grave whistleblower-ignited scandals during his decade-long tenure and, according to critics, mishandled many of them. They range from allegations of secret UN transfers of forbidden foreign currency to the nuclear-ambitious regime of North Korea to the welter of sexual abuse scandals involving non-UN peacekeepers in the Central African Republic, where the UN was accused of an action and deliberately covered up by an independent panel of jurists and legal experts. How about the actual rapes by blue helmets uh, on the ground? I reported on that years ago. Do they still wear blue helmets? Yep. A UN spokesperson told Fox News that the UN policy will be published as soon as practicable in the new year. By which time, Guterres, who has spoken publicly of the need to protect whistleblowers, will also have signed off on it. Okay, do you notice everything coming out of South America lately? Yep. I mean, the and, and again, Venezuela. The Pope. Yep. Pope. A bunch of bishops came out of South America as well. Well, that's normal. Every place there's a Catholic church, they have bishops. Well, I know that. Then they have bishops in South America, America, North America, Africa, all over the place. So anywhere, anywhere the church is, the hierarchy of church is there. Okay. The other thing that about the UN with, in terms of Russia and China, I did hear a talk show host bring up a very good point. Why, in God's name, did Obama do nothing against Russia since till now? I that would. That would require a crystal ball. I mean, he didn't even look at Russia. It would require a crystal ball. And, well, yeah, there was. they looked at Russia, and Putin didn't like him at all. And didn't like Hitler either. So, again, he has good judgment. Yeah, <laughs> Say but, what you want I, about He got his way there by blah. You mean he got there by being a Russian? He was in the USSR and the KGB, and he got there by... A, I don't know, killing people, they say, he's a KGB agent. They kill people. What's your point? That's the country he lived in. He moved his way up the ranks in the country he lived in. And then when the USSR was no more, he he decided to rise himself up and save the people for the idiots that have been messing them up since before he got there. <laughs> 
And is he is he a, a game player, totalitarian type president? He, yeah, he doesn't. It's hard to tell. I, I read a lot of the Russian news sometimes, but I don't know if they're telling me everything because what's well, the Russian news? But it seems like he's made a lot of improvements since he became president. And under Medvedev, of course, he was still president, even though Medvedev said he was president. He wasn't president. You know, again, this is exactly what happens with us, the with the conservatives. We're completely torn apart by this issue, or and a lot of issues. Don't be torn apart by it. Educate yourself on it. Because a lot of conservatives are saying that we're idiots for saying that Russia is good for our country. Nobody said Russia was good for our country. What are you talking about? Relations with any, every country is good for the, America. You want good diplomatic relations with everybody. Why Why not Russia? They're not spreading communism anymore. No, they're just taking over places. That they used to own. you got to say that, that the perspective is that used to belong to the USSR, all of them, but he wants it back. Same with China. China wants all their colonists back, too. Yes, all the all the Southeast Asian uh, islands and countries originally they're colonies of China, no doubt. But you don't get to say a, th- a thousand years later or wherever where it was. Oh, but now I want it back. But now it's too late. But 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 they tried to bring that back. Whatever happened to that Max Headroom? They didn't. But he's been the guy, the actor's been in like everything. <laughs> yeah, he he gets around character actor. Yeah, he does. Anyway, my that's my point is that you're saying China can't take anything back, but No, Russia I didn't can. say that. They already did. They took back Tibet. And we did nothing. And so Russia can take back whatever it wants? Anybody can do whatever they want if somebody doesn't stop them. Okay. Hence the problem with Caesar. Well, that's not only that. Didn't George Washington tell us not to get into entanglements? Foreign entanglements. And that's what this is. What is? Trying to get back their people and Russia getting back their people. No. No, no. Foreign entanglements means getting sucked into their wars. Like Syria? Like anything. Don't get sucked into their wars. Don't make treaties. They weren't big on... Like the North American Treaty Organization, they were big on making treaties that said, oh, if, if you get attacked, we'll come to your aid. They, did, they didn't do that. You were expected to be able to take care of it yourself. And if they need help, then they can come ask. But you don't do treaties that bind you to helping somebody you might not want to help. So how did France help us? How did France help us? With the Revolutionary War. Didn't they make a treaty? No. No, <laughs> there's no treaty. They disagreed to send a fleet, which was big enough the first time because they didn't listen. But uh, then they sent a second time, and it won. No, they, they helped us with that. Uh, the Dutch helped us with money. They were the bankers of the world. They loaned us money once they saw there was a chance we could win. Uh, it, it, it's complicated, but no. Foreign entanglements means, well, NATO, that's a foreign entanglement. Because if any of them get attacked, we're obligated to come to their defense. We might not want to come to their defense. I'm not saying we wouldn't, but I'd say I don't, I'm not going to be bound by a treaty. You ask, and we'll take it on a case-by-case basis. Because, you know, sometimes your so-called allies start the trouble. 
and then they want you to finish it. Tell me you've never gone out with a smaller friend who's suddenly out with a really big guy and suddenly he gets a few beers in him and he wants to take on all comers. You have. Yes, right. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's it, that, the little guy. That's what I'm talking about. That's the country that was getting attacked, but you're getting dragged into I don't want to get dragged into it. Case-by-case <laughs> case basis. I told my friends that, too. I said, man, you guys are dumb. I already told you. You start a fight, you better finish it, because I ain't helping you. That's just the way I was. I I didn't. I don't like fighting, never liked fighting, don't want to get in a fight. Wasn't interested in getting in a fight. I was a bouncer for years, never got in a fight, never hit anybody. And I certainly don't want to get in a bar fight just because my little friend has beer muscles. My little friend. Let me introduce you to my little friend, <laughs> only he's not as effective. <laughs> he's drunk and probably will hurt himself trying to fight you. Well, the, so what I'm... I'm just thinking right now, and I might look it up for our show next show. When one of our presidents decided to do the first United Nations, that's where all this minutia came in, right? Because he was wasn't doing a lot. I know it wasn't, and I'll look it up. But he, what he was doing is making alliances when he shouldn't have been, and making other countries make alliances with each other that is getting us into this mess. League of Nations, and it failed. But the concept was for us to all get in bed with one another. The concept was exactly what the UN is. That was just the second League of Nations that was called a different name. That's it. I know, but it's the the League of Nations. And as usual, it is, the first one they said was going to be useless, and the American people just rejected it. Somehow, they progged us long enough to uh-huh. accept the UN the second time. That's my point. And now, since the UN was accepted, they have grown to massive size and power. And that's my point. Our, one of our presidents was in, was very influential in starting this mess. A progressive, yeah. Like Tommy the Comedy Woodrow Wilson was. And FDR. FDR was the one that got us into the UN. And made this mess. No, the UN makes messes. All we have to do is stop funding them. They're, actually, there's already talk about that. They're freaking out. The whole world's freaking because out. Because there's... Rumors go around that Donald Trump intends to pay less, at the very least. No more one-third. I think we do like one-third of the U.S. Well, I think more. No, it isn't more. It's about one-third. Um, about, right in there. And it, it, it changes. But, um, yeah, the other countries, all, all together, I mean, most of the other countries together don't pay as much money as we do. And they don't house them. Yeah, we give them a place free, free of charge. And all their family. Every diplomat's family. Well, if you live now, I don't think so. If you live outside the UN complex, I think you still have to rent unless you have, of course, unless you have a, uh, well, why would they? They'd have a, uh, they'd have a embassy and they would stay at the embassy. Yeah. And all their kids run around doing all kinds of crimes and we don't charge them with anything. No, that, that's not true. You have to have diplomatic immunity. Just being the child of a diplomat doesn't give you diplomatic immunity. And we've also taken away diplomatic immunity from mer- crimes, capital crimes. <clears throat> but yeah, no, they get away tra- not paying traffic tickets, parking however they want, doing whatever they want in New York City. That, that could be nice if you could double park anywhere you want, not get a ticket. Wow, that's that's handy in New York City. My answer was a motorcycle. I could park it anywhere. <clears throat> <Over there. clears throat> yeah, oh, soft break. So 
to finish that. You know, I actually got a I actually got a ticket by one of those meter maids for parking my motorcycle on the sidewalk. It was it was attached to a tree on on the grass in front of the side. My rear tire touched an inch of the cement. And the witch gave me a ticket. I I, I played with her for a while after that, and I got her in a lot of trouble too. Because <clears throat> I took pictures of exactly how everything was, and I went to court and I fought it. We fought a lot. And I court. said, this, this woman is harassing me. No matter where I put this bike, she keeps giving me tickets. And uh, she she she's disappeared, and someone else was on the route after that, and I know I never got a ticket again. Uh, as long as I'm not blocking the sidewalk, that's what the rule that's what the law is for. I can't block the sidewalk, but I'm allowed to have my wheel touch it. You know, it's like, oh my god, you touched the sidewalk. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go break. Sit and the radio show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> Attention business owners. We know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now so if your right now list includes a new building call the right now company general steel 800-917-8251 800-917-8251 that's 800-917-8251 attention users of the blood thinning drug xarelto if you took the drug xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding or if a loved one has died after taking xarelto you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering call the xarelto help hotline now at 855-719-3101 855-719-3101 to qualify for a cash settlement you must file a claim before the deadline so don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement call 855-719-3101 now for a free no obligation consultation our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details. Not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour half of two. Our phone number. It's the half hour. You keep confusing me. Okay. We're going to do something frightful. I I am willing to take callers this half hour. (laughs) So if you'd like to join the show for whatever reason, there will be no profanity. Any of it, you're immediately gone. I keep getting a lot of it, and the phone number will be closed down. All right, call the show, 406-565-4189. Have you ever called that number to see if it works? Yes, we did. No, Actually, I called you. No, and then I called you. Uh-uh. Yes, I have called you. I didn't today, but I have called you. I don't remember that. If so, good, because that means it works. Yeah, how long have we? I'm just curious because nobody's nobody's calling. I know, but we we never we've been doing this show for ten years and never took callers. Yes, we did. We took callers in the very beginning. Yes, we did. Yes, we took callers. Then I kind of got done with it because I wasn't getting any decent callers. I would get a bunch of buffoons, you know, little trolls that want to just curse on the radio and say stupid things. So we stopped taking callers then. Now we're trying it again. I want. I would like intelligent callers, please, <laughs> that has something to add to the show. Or if you wanted, if I said something wrong, you disagree with me. Good time to call in and set me straight. 
What I'll listen to you. If I made a mistake, I'll admit to it. You guys, Susan, I have no problems with that. I, I don't like saying it, but I admit it. <laughs> I, I just get around to the Fonzie thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, 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 sorry. I was raw, 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 raw. I just can't say it. All right. It's because I'm almost never wrong. Back to Guterres and the United Nations. So why do you think there's an up... uh, We were talking about it before the break. Why do you think there's more and more South Americans getting involved? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, For some reason, they they just want to throw South America some bones, I guess. I think it's because... All the ones that turned commie and uh, now are now are falling apart, and all the leaders are getting ousted. So I, you know, I, I don't really know why the UN does anything other than it has its own agenda, and it's never good for the individual. They don't rightly rightly so they shouldn't be considering the individual, but they have they don't care what they do to your life. They don't care if you die based on what they do. They just care that their policies get done. How soon is likely a tricky question for Guterres as he faces the prospect of those irate U.S. legislatures whose action will gain ever greater weight after the inauguration of Donald Trump, himself no fan of the U.N.'s anti-Israel actions. Oh, I just thought of one reason they might be doing this. To protect, to give them the protection of the U.N., a legitimacy that so that the people won't overthrow them. I knew you would figure something out. The socialist the socialist leaders, because two have already been overturned. One was uh, one was impeached. The other was physically removed from office. I would love to have done that to Actually, Caesar. people say, well, I don't, I don't know why America isn't doing this to Caesar. Obama. Well, they didn't call him Caesar. We do. Oh, by the way, he's building a wall around his mansion in Washington, D.C. when they leave. He doesn't have, he doesn't have anything in Washington, D.C. Yes, he does. They have a mansion in D.C., and they have one in California, and they have one in Hawaii that they just uh, bought. No, the one you think is in D.C. is where? Chicago, Susan. Of course he has a place in Chicago. He, in fact, he just did a speech from there. Don't. It's like, don't pay attention to all the crap that's happening to you in the real world. Just listen to me. I know that the fake world's better. Abominus lives in a fake world, totally in, in his head. The, the America in his head is not the America before you. He has his own delusion. But, yeah, that could easily be the main reason for it, because it gives legitimacy, supposedly, to the leader, and, and that would help him with his people. But I don't think that's going to work, because... People don't care about the United Nations. They care about things like, I don't know, food, medicine, too high on the mark, heat, not so much in South America, I guess. Uh, I guess they could just make a fan out of a leaf. Um, I don't know. He says he faces prospect of irate U.S. legislators whose actions will give gain ever greater weight after the inauguration of Donald Trump, himself no fan of the UN's anti-Israel actions. What, nobody's fa- I'm not a fan of the UN's anything. Anything. They got us involved in Bosnia. That was a righteous war to get rid of those Muslims. 
President Obama is taking a cue from Donald Trump. He's building himself a wall. We got photos of construction at Obama's soon-to-be D.C. rental. You can also see construction in the garage. Oh, he just rented one. Why is he having? He's got a. He's got. Uh, he is going nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he does the talk show. He's going to keep doing the talk show. He's going to be a talking head for the left and all their policies. He's going to be a, a giant community organizer in charge, even though he's no longer president. That's his D.C. home rental. It's interesting. Why would why would anyone that rented to build a wall? I'd be like, it's not your property. You're just renting. You want to buy it? That's another story. So now he's got, I know he has one, he used to have one in Chicago. No, they're in not fact, going he, back to Chicago at all. Oh, yeah? No. They got. They have one in D.C., they have one in California and Hawaii. They're not even going back to Chicago. Yeah, I wish he'd just shut up and go away, but that's never going to happen. I knew that. It's not his personality, it's not his makeup, it's not going to happen. He's going to fight the good fight for the progressive movement and to try and save every everything he can from his administration. Because he was stupid enough, uh, oh, excuse me, Soros was stupid enough to put all his marbles in Hitler and Hillary's basket. And Hillary Clinton was supposed to, that's the only re- well, That's the only reason all the executive orders, they believed they had that erect election already rigged and won before, before there was even elections. Okay, now I got to find that soundbite. Where the heck did The you minute he it? starts throwing those... <laughs> Those executive orders were doing it by executive order, but the president comes in; they're all gone, just like that. You see, they were counting on a demon grad being the, the follow-up. Otherwise, there'd be no sense in these executive orders because they're gone like that. The other thing is, I want to know, Brian. Now that he's not in power anymore, Hillary lost. They hate each other. What the hell is going to happen between them? What's going to happen between the Obama camp and the Hillary camp? They go back. They go back to the way it was. They're not working together. They don't like each other. They're not working together. And it's not Obama's clan. It's the Chicago progressives, which is which is you know, Illinois, Illinois is where it all began. I found it. Where'd you find it? New sound bites. That's what I told you to look for. I said I might have put it in new sound bites. I found it. That was a mistake on my part. I should have put it in sound bites and I put it in new sound bites. But I was in a hurry because I had to get out of Linux and onto Windows. Look, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why aren't you going to play it? Well, look at it. It's not titled the same. Look at the title. Oh, right. I, I got to do the uh, ID3 text. Okay. You want me to play it? What is it? Like, right now? Yeah. We're talking All about right, it. All right. Push the button. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican (laughs) candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States. You're not going to be President. A man who will never be President of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. 
You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America, the fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky, don't no, care about Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas, uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. Yes. It was at eighty percent an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? Sixty-eight percent. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. <laughs> okay, yes, uh, I had to, I cut it there because the f bomb was thrown a lot after that. Oh my god! They I don't know what kind crazy. of I don't know what news agency. That, it sounds like it no. seems like a, it seemed like it was a cable. I mean, a, a internet news agency. What are those? But they were uh, going crazy and cursing and F-bomb. screaming. F bomb. And... <laughs> they couldn't believe it. Oh my god! What's going on with the oh f bomb? Oh my god! You lost. It's great. No, it's worse. It's, they were convinced it could never happen. I love playing that. I'm going to play that forever now. Trump could never be president. I'm going to play it all the time because he's going to be president for at least the next four years. And they look like buffoons. It's like it's like a X, F Troop, you know? It is buffoon. And it's just full of them. The progs are like... I can't believe it. They're crying, whiny, wimpy little. I mean, I know that the whole country, all men in the country, have been wimpified. But man, the progressives! Oh my God, they they castrated them. They got nothing. I lost the presidential race. The thought could never be like if he's not my president. He's a racist, bigoted, but just because of something you heard him say, like 10, 11 years ago. That makes it okay for you to have an opinion about the man. I want everybody, everybody out there right now, I want you to think about this. I want you to reflect all the way back, say, up to 10, 11 years ago, or even further. You never made a mistake. You never did anything wrong. You never behaved improperly. But he... Who well, hath no sin cast the first stone? All right. So my battery is now charged on my laptop, and uh, I can go back to reading. No, I just figured I'd let you know what I was looking at. One weapon at their disposal could be U.S. statute passed in 2015 that mandates Washington to withhold 15% of its U.N. contributions if the Secretary of State does not certify the organization is implementing and enforcing quote-unquote best practices to protect whistleblowers from retaliation for eternal and lawful public disclosures. This battery is bad because it's always keeps charged, keeps saying it's charged. It's damn it, go away. The full extent of those contributions is not really known. The Obama administration quit publishing tallies in 2010. 
But the U.S. is responsible for paying 22% of the U.N. Secretariat's so-called regular budget of some $5.46 billion for 2016-2017, which is about half of what the organization is expected to spend. The U.S. is also responsible for 28.57% of the current $7.9 billion U.N. annual peacekeeping budget. So far, the U.S. has only imposed its withholding penalty on one U.N. organization, the Geneva-based World Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO, which gets the overwhelming bulk of its revenues from external fees and where U.S. government contributions are minuscule. Brian, we are funding the entire world. Yes. Between this crap and foreign aid, we are funding the world. Well, see, if we followed the Constitution, we wouldn't be, because you're not allowed to do that. What would happen? The world would collapse. They wouldn't no, get any money from us anymore. Nah, the UN might collapse. The world world government might collapse. And that's what we want, isn't it? We don't want that government there. So why are we funding it? Its whole purpose is to be the new world government. We don't want one. Why are we funding it? Because all the politicians want it. We don't want it. But they want it. And they want to be part of it. And have their place, you know, the royalty, the upper crusty of the world governance. The ones that have everything. While we the people have nothing. This is a lot of money that's going completely out of our economy. We owe $20 trillion. We can't afford to help anybody anymore. Someone's got to help us. Okay, I'll tell you what. Hey, let's see how, how this works. Pull all foreign funding. Say, we can't do it because we're in debt. And you know, we've been giving you all these money for all these years. Can you do us a favor and help us in return? Give us some foreign aid? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I bet nobody would offer up any financial aid. What do you think of that? That's how stupid we are. Yeah, but if we stopped giving out all this money, we could actually pay down the debt. Well, take more than that. But it'd be a good start. And we would stop funding dictators and other countries where it's not in our best interest to, for them to get help from us at all. China comes to mind. The most egregious to me is China. Oh, yeah, Russia gets foreign aid too, by the way. Uh, China, the one we all that money, the one we borrow from. Yeah, we borrow from them, and then we give them money for free, and we still owe them the money we borrowed. What kind of stupid arrangement is this? We give foreign aid to every country. Just how much varies, but to every country. We did a whole list of them on the show once. Yes, we did. And it's just amazing. Russia, too. Oh, Russia's not a friend. Why do they get foreign aid, then? If Russia's so horrible, why are you giving them money? Do you see? None of this makes sense. And there's not a lot, not enough talk about uh, these organizations like the CFR, the Council of Foreign Relations, which again was was created by a global socialist to to teach governments how to implement progressive policies. That's what the CFR is. It, it's not. And some some people portray it as this horrible, horrible thing. It's, it's simply what I just said, and that's horrible enough. And yes, the Illuminati exists. And yes, the Bilderbergers exist. And yes, Soros exists. You get my drift? Donald Trump exists. All kinds of things exist. 
But this is stupid. The UN should have been gone. Should have never been created. Never. Ever. Well, don't you want to have diplomacy? Yeah, that's what embassies are for. We don't need diplomacy in the UN. It is a bunch of thugs against us. That's what it is. There's a, a majority of the majority of the seats filled in the United Nations are by dictators and tyrants and Muslim countries. The, how, how do you think we're going to get anything done here that's worthwhile? What has been done by the United Nations that was worthwhile in the past 20 years? I want to know what's one thing they've done positive. And if you say say peace, uh, you know, peacekeepers to these. These poor places in the foreign lands where where they rape little children Brian, doesn't work. Raping little children is not a good thing. ISIS has taken over all of these countries supposedly we're protecting. Oh no, we got, we're we're not protecting. We're not protecting them. That's the Middle East. We don't protect them. North Africa and wait, no, no. And again, we're still in Bosnia. We should be blowing them up in North Africa. And we should be out of Bosnia. We should be out of Bosnia because, like I said at the beginning of the show, that was we should not have got involved. That was a righteous war. That was getting rid of the Muslims. That's right. And the Muslims are causing all the violence and trouble and terrorism and trying to take over the country. And so he said, I'm done with this. That man saw the evil before his eyes more than we did, and we persecuted him for it. He's in jail or dead. I forgot what he they did to the, in the Hague. Know, went to the Hague. Went to the Hague. Criminal war crimes. All, then all then all people at war are war crimes. Those fuzzy muzzies, there are no innocents in fuzzy muzzy land. They're all in it together. There's no such thing as civilians versus uniform. They don't wear uniforms. They don't have to. It's Islam. All people that are Muslims follow Islam. There you go. That's the problem that I learned after revisiting Islam after all those years ago studying it. I was like, God, I hated this. I remember I hated this religion. Why? And I look it up. And I'm like, oh, I'm remembering now. And then I went, oh, my God, we're on the wrong side of Bosnia. They didn't tell us they were Muslims. I found that out later. I'm like, I think we're on the wrong side of that one. We don't need more Muslims. We need less. None would be perfect. And, yes, I'm using that in the correct contents, not like every other word. Millennials use perfect, like New, York, New Yorkers drop the F-bomb. It is pretty clear that the Obama administration bent over backward to avoid imposing the withholding penalty elsewhere by misinterpreting or putting the best possible spin on UN whistleblower policies, observed Brett Schaefer, a UN expert at the Conservative Heritage Foundation. I'm I uh, no, I'm not I don't know. I don't think the Heritage Foundation is conservative. Sorry. I mean, depends if you got levels of conservatism. Yeah, there's a little, but no, nah, they're not real conservatives. I, I've had a lot of problem with the people in Heritage, not understanding the Constitution. Uh, but you know that things change over time, and I promise to revisit them here and there to make sure. I'm not mischaracterizing them. On whether the incoming Trump administration should make use of the 15% penalty provision to enforce tougher standards, he said, I hope that they do so. Whistleblowers are a critical for unearthing... Ma'am, I'm just reading it. 
mismanagement and criminal behavior in organizations like the UN. They need to be protected. UN whistleblowers and their outside supporters have already made clear their feeling that the impending policy changes for vastly large UN secretaries don't come anywhere near the best profit. I got gotta go to a commercial break. Sir Crawford Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there are certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? New from Class Envy Productions, the people who brought you Obamacare, Cleopatra Obama, and Barry's got a brand new stash. An all-new exploitation picture starring Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and a cast of millions and millions of unemployed Americans who all got the shaft. Members of Congress and my fellow Americans, while on vacation, working on my new, new jobs plan, I realize there are steps we can take right now to improve people's lives. But I, I want to continue to build roads and bridges, protect union jobs, and pay people to sit at home for another year. And every proposal I've laid out will be paid for by our children. There is the man who never had any other plan except the Shut! damn right. He's the cat who won't slow down when the country's going south. From the shop, can you dig it? You see, this cat Barry is one dumb mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Obama. Oh, okay. He's not a complicated man, but nobody understands him but his woman. Michelle. Barack! Barack! You didn't eat the apples in your happy meal! But I don't want The Shaft. Now playing in an economy near you. You're damn right. And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values, uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. Mr. President, members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. 
You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I warn you. You'll have to pry it from my cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez. We're keeping our guns. I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course and handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. Oh no, you know what that means. It's almost over. Anyway, last chance to call in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I don't care if nobody. I don't care if nobody called. You notice I have a show, whether you call it or not. I'm not, you know, Baldwin. <laughs> Alec. Oh my gosh, I keep thinking about that. <laughs> Has his mommy called? What's his mommy to call? He did have his mommy call. Oh, I forgot that. His mother did call Yes, she did. It's the only call he had. Oh, good Lord. That's what, he was doing a regular talk show. Uh, but he didn't have, he didn't know what to say. He just expected the callers to fill the whole show. So he, he, he doesn't know anything. He's an actor. He just reads things. He doesn't know anything. Now he's a game show Now he's host. a game show. Now he looks like the, <laughs> he finally looks like the doofus he really is. Oh, oh my, my God. How, how humiliating that job is he has. I'm sorry. I don't care how much money he's making. It's humiliating. Uh, but he put himself in that situation. He's a doofus. Okay, look, before you give him the, that, since we're talking about him, he obviously did not invest properly because he constantly is trying to get other jobs, right? Yeah, like so Brandon, a of, yeah, a lot of people that get money like that, like athletes, don't they just blow it. They don't know how to... Okay, but because I was But he thinking, should know because he comes from a Hollywood family, so his father should have taught him better. And that's what I was thinking the other day when we saw him like getting yet another job. I was thinking of Brandon Frazier. Where'd he go? Brandon Frazier. Brandon. It's Brandon Frazier. The actor that I was, it was in B R E. No, Brandon. Look at that. Anyway, he was in The Mummy, he was in all these really great movies, blockbuster movies. And uh he is not around anymore because guess what? He invested. <laughs> And he doesn't live in Hollywood or California. He, he took his family out of there. And he's not around the, the what's it called? Him and the, and the professor in sneakers or whatever heck he was called. The professor in sneakers? Yeah. Okay. The, sh- the shaggy professor? Ah. The original Disney one. Okay. Kurt Russell. 
Yeah, him too. Him and Goldie. They haven't been around He's either. He's the only child actor, by the way, that did blow up his life. No, he didn't. He was he was he was a star, Disney star, when he was a kid. Yeah, he. You're right. He wasn't in rehab. He wasn't in all this other crap. Nope. No, he, he didn't. He's smart enough to not live in Hollywood. Yep. And you know who Buy else? a ranch somewhere out here. That's just that's what they do. And that's the same thing with the other actor um, that died that was in um, Risky Business. Not Risky Business, no. The other one. Dirty Dancing. Him and his wife moved out. He she, died? He died many years ago of cancer. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. I'm not big on pop culture. But, yeah, this, he you're did. You're not going to hear too much of it. So listen to this nonsense now. He did the same. He got out of Hollywood. They, him and his wife got a rant, and she was actually in that movie with him. And they turned into writers. And he directed a couple of movies, and there you go. Yeah, he mostly stays home with his kids. Well. Which is the way it should be. Except when Goldie kicks him out to go get a job. To go no, get no, no. Job. We're, we're talking now. Now we're moved away from Goldie and Kurt? him, Kurt. I'm talking about the, uh, what's his face from? Uh, well, if I didn't know, none, Roadhouse. Of, our none of our listeners know. Who, Roadhouse. Who was the, the actor in Roadhouse? Oh, I'm not good at this. I can see his face. I'm not right. Good at names. But anyway, he did the same thing. He, Him and his wife bought a ranch, and they moved out, and they, the family's not with Hollywood. And Brian and I are looking at the TV watching this doofus Alec doing a, <laughs> a game show. It's like, dude, you're like almost 70 years old. Give it up already. <laughs> He's, I don't know if this is going to fit because he looks kind of awkward. <laughs> So I don't even know if this he is going to take. He has failed everything. Yeah, everyone thinks they could do a talk radio show. <laughs> it's a lot harder than it sounds. A lot. Especially if you wanted to start, be at the beginning of internet radio, <laughs> like I was. Yeah. We're going to talk about not having technology catch up to need. It was quite an adventure. I'm still... Tweaking and changing things because I don't have a lot of money to throw at everything. I got to be more innovative. All right, so uh, UN whistleblowers and their outside supporters have already made clear their feeling that the impending policy changes for the vastly larger UN Secretariat don't come anywhere near the best practices accolade that the U.S. statute uses as a benchmark. UN staff association leaders raised concerns about the charges, uh, the changes in an initial get-together session with Secretary General Guterres on January the 4th. A UN spokesperson called that exchange part of introductory meetings where the issue was not specifically discussed. Guterres is scheduled to face a much bigger town hall meeting of UN staffers on January the 9th where the issue may also be aired. In broader terms, the problems with the whistleblower issue are built into the fabric of the United Nations, an international organization possessed of diplomatic immunities that is not beholden to any national form of law and whose internal workings are largely immune to outside inspection. Moreover, its internal means of self-policing are self-admittedly underfunded, weak, and shown to occasion to be close to top management even while nominally independent. According to the United Nations report that urged better protection for whistleblowers, more than half of some 16,000 staffers surveyed in 28 UN organizations 
think that fraudulent behavior goes unpunished in their respective organizations, and fewer than one quarter get any training in how to spot fraud indicators. Additionally, many of the surveyed staffers did not see a clear commitment on the part of the senior management to tackle fraud in their organizations, the document said, and declared that UN organizations were in a state of near denial about the extent of fraud in their myths. Wow. And how much money did you say we gave them? Billions. Hundreds of billions. That survey included not only lower-level employees, but also more than 160 UN managers. The reality is that for many UN employees, there is a real sense of fear here about speaking up. As one UN staffer in New York told Fox News, Your job isn't that important, buddy. You better stand up. The world is going to be coming under complete control of the United Nations. That's the plan. This gets worse from here, not better. In fact, the UN has long had a two-tier system for categorizing allegations of fraud, abuse of power, and other misdeeds. But the public interest modification for whistleblower disclosures adds a new subjective wrinkle. Quote-unquote public interest is defined a UN spokesperson told Fox News as allegations of wrongdoing manifestly harmful to the interests, operations, or governance of the UN, or serious instances of misconduct such as fraud, waste, abuse, or corruption. Okay, this goes a lot deeper than anyone is thinking. I actually did look up online that the area around the UN has turned into a huge complex. They have whole stores that only cater to certain embassies and certain ambassadors and their culture. If the if New York loses this huge complex, they're going to lose a lot of money. Hence, there's not going to be any interest in getting rid of it. Why? They don't charge anybody anything. Yeah, they do. They get lots of money. The the um, the manu- the what do you call it? The shops, the coffee houses, yeah, the restaurants. That doesn't help okay. the, the United States government any. No, but it helps New York. Well, it may help New York. That doesn't mean we can't get rid of it. But there's they're not going to want to get rid of it. That's a New York, huge. We don't care what New York wants. It's just one state. And they get money from their they housing. Have, they, it's not up to them. It's up to the national government. Actually, their existence on our soil is unconstitutional anyway. So therefore, kick him out. Both definitions leave a lot of room for interpretation, unless perhaps they have already inspired bad headlines for the United Nations. Other lesser reports are deemed to are deemed to concern in interpersonal or performance matters that are examined through other internal channels. These would be resolved through mitigation efforts that, according to the UN spokesperson, could include ethics office engagement with the individual's senior staff management to ensure monitoring of the individual workplace situation with a view to preventing any retaliatory action. The wafty nature of that description does not inspire a lot of confidence among UN staffers. For us, the question is that one person's public interest issue is management's personal dispute argues a senior member of a U.N. staff association. U.N. employees interviewed for this story requested anonymity. Under this system, it is very possible that if they report what they know in good faith, 
they can be told it's a minor issue and they won't be protected. In effect, it will be too late for them by the time they have said anything. Two UN staffers who have battled ultimately unsuccessfully through the current UN whistleblower system provided a list of hard-to-prove retaliatory measures that would not be protected unless the public interest level was involved. They include a sudden rash of negative performance ratings, loss of work assignments, addition of new duties that the staffers could not accomplish, denial of training or promotion opportunities, or access to internal databases. In one case, a UN staffer claiming retaliation told Fox News they they took all my work away. Essentially, I'm assigned nothing. Retaliation is always subtle, a staff association representative told Fox News. These are smart people. The main filter for deciding whether whistleblower allegations under the new system are in the public interest or not is the UN Chief's Investigative Watchdog, the Office of Internal Oversight Services, or OIOS, which itself in the past has been charged with retaliatory action against its investigators. In another high-profile case, the then-head of OIOS, Chairman Lapointe, was singled out in late 2015 by the independent panel looking into Central African Republic sex abuse allegations for abuse of authority in investigating a UN human rights official, Anders Kampis, who allegedly violated internal UN reporting procedures when he brought the scandal to light by tipping off the French government to the role of French troops in the affair. The panel exonerated Compass for his actions, and so did OIOS, but only nine months after the panel aired its conclusion, Lapointe, who vigorously denied any abuse of authority, had retired from the UN system before the panelists issued their report. The Government Accountability Project was compiled, has compiled numerous other incidents, where UN whistleblower protection was anything but. In 2013, a UN dispute tribunal found that in the case of two OIOS investigators who claimed retaliation against them by their own department, an internal investigation against them was retaliatory, failed to follow due process, and paid scant regard to the risk of reputational damage to the complainants. The judgment was vacated by another tribunal on illegal technicality. In 2012, case of UN whistleblower James Washerstrom. Washerstrom. I wonder what kind of name that is. Washerstrom. Kind of similar to Washerwoman. A former U.S. State Department employee who threw the spotlight on an alleged major procurement kickback scheme in Kosovo and was subsequently fired. A UN tribunal castigated the ethics office for failing to carry out an independent and proper review of an OIOS investigation report that claimed there was no retaliation in Washerman's case. Had the ethics office conducted a proper review of the investigation report, the tribunal decision noted, it is inconceivable that they would have accepted the finding of OIOS in in this respect. The tribunal found that retaliation had, in fact, taken place, but awarded Washerstrom only token damages. And all GAP was noted in a blog post by Beatrice Edwards. The UN Ethics Office was rejected 
97% of the inquiries it received on retaliation between 2006 and 2014. It's clearly not an individual failing. It's a structural problem, writes Edwards, who called the ethics office useless. The ethics office, meager findings of retaliation, however, are cited in a different context by a UN spokesperson who noted that in 153 preliminary reviews of retaliation claims, only five, or about 3.3%, were actually found to involve retaliation, with six reviews still pending. The spokesman compared those findings favorable with similar work at other institutions such as the World Bank, 2% of cases found to be retaliatory. Problem is that early last December, a GAP study declared that the World Bank had similar problems involving a climate of insecurity among the staff about management commitment to whistleblowers as well as uncertainty about the protections actually in place. That's the World Bank, Brian. The World Bank. The World Bank is tied to the United Nations. The world, anything, is tied to the United Nations. It is all part of the one global governance that is set up up there. They're all part of the same worldwide government. So, of course, all of them have the same corruptional problems. I bet all of them. IMF, pick them. World Health Organization. You go on and on and on. This is horrible. You know what, too? As well, too, as well, also. These people are all freaking out about Donald Trump. And he knows. He knows all these things. He has to deal. He has been dealing with the world for a very long time. True. And that's why these progs want to drown him because, oh, he's got ties here, he's got ties there, he's got this here, he's he got owns property. So what? Our founding, our, our founding fathers had property overseas. They had businesses that dealt with foreign entities. They still became president of the United States and other things. The, there's no problem there. I heard one doofus say... The emolument should just... You're going to hear this. Emolument clause. The emolument clause. Emolument clause, he can't take gifts. Okay? He's not getting... Doing business is not taking gifts. They think they're going to impeach him over this. Doofus, I. Well, the thing that I was concerned about is these progs and actually most of the people in the United States of America were are more concerned with Donald Trump having ties with overseas than they were with Obama not being a natural born citizen. Well, but you can make the argument no one knows what a natural born citizen is. But but they knew at the time. They knew what it was. Our founding fathers will be freaking out, not because of Donald, Donald Trump and his ties across the pond. They'd be freaking out we elected this idiot twice. No, they'd be freaking out. They'd be freaked out 100 years ago what this country had become. But also, we elected not a natural born citizen twice. That was very concerning to them. Twice that I know of. Well, there was another one. Um, trying to, I said twice that I know of. No, I mean twice this time. Twice in the no, 20th. Yeah. No, that doesn't count. That's re-election. 
You know, it only counts once. I don't remember his name. Uh, Chester A. Arthur. If you want to know what an actual born citizen really is, read read up on Chester A. Arthur and natural born citizen. And look at the lengths he went to to cover that just one of his parents were not a U.S. citizen at the time of his birth. Why would that be so important? His father was a citizen. Why would he have to hide that if that wasn't important? Yet, Obamaist doesn't ever say his both parents were citizens. Only one of his parents were citizens, and yet we, we say, okay, you can be president of the United States. No. Any, any son or daughter of an immigrant may have ties to the country through the parent that they immigrated from, and hence they could not be commander-in-chief. That's the reason for what they say. That's why a natural-born citizen is important. Both parents must be citizens to ensure no ties to a foreign government. And that's had a lot of uh, protection there, but it it's certainly minimal protection. And yet we just threw it all away. Oh, anybody can be president. If you're born here, you can be president. That's not that. You're all not natural born citizens if you didn't know that. If you weren't born of two citizens on U.S. soil, you're not a natural born citizen. And we threw up how many candidates against in the Republican Party that were not natural born citizens? two or three. I mean, it wasn't just one. It was multiple. Jindal, uh, Marco Rubio. What's the other one? Oh, you got to be kidding me. You, this is the first night you haven't been ragging on him. Paul well, Ryan. No, Paul Ryan's, Paul Ryan's not, not him. Not um, oh, my gosh. You've been ragging on him for like like a year and a half, and we can't remember his name. <laughs> I'm not going to, as long as you keep talking about nothing. Anyway. Oh, doesn't matter. Let's move along. But I'm going to remember his name. Whose name? The person you've been ragging on that was from Canada. You, oh, right. Uh, Cruz. I didn't rag on him. He's just not a natural born citizen. Not even close. Neither is Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio was born of two foreigners. They weren't citizens when he was born. He's not even a citizen. You have, you have to be born here of at least one citizen to be a citizen. Yeah, but that has to do with um, when his parents were naturalized. Oh, if they were naturalized after he was born? You're right, he's not a citizen. Gee, thanks, Susan. I'm glad you tell me I'm right, because otherwise I'd be lost. No, because other people don't realize that. I just said it. I think they get it. They don't. Man, you're insulting. I would put up with this if I were you. I need to push a button. Go ahead. Baghdad, military setting, and the troops don't know the messiah they're getting. I'm the creme de la creme of the media's world on a tour with everyone but Dan Rather. Time flies. Doesn't seem a minute since the Illinois Senate had Barry in it. Our troops cleaned up Cider City. I'd say thanks, but they only get my pity. Whether it's Jordan or Afghanistan or Kuwait or... Or where are we? One night in Baghdad and Barack's our savior. The surge is working, Barry just don't care. You'll find a gap. Good. Since you want to do it the hard way, I need a drink. Thank you, Paul Shanklin, for One Night in Baghdad. What else did I play for him? 
Doesn't matter. All right. That means it's time for our military heroes. I'm really upset about this, too, by the way. I can't believe we're doing this. To our military. This is bad. (laughs) Very, very bad. No, really, I'm going to need a drink to keep the show going. And yes, I took my mouthwash, but I have special mouthwash. If you guys got dry mouth from medications and stuff, they make this thing called Biotene, if you haven't seen the commercial. It actually works really well, but... It's really hard to take it every four. Remember to take it every four hours. It's like gotta go. Gotta go gargle for every four hours. I usually forget. So our military heroes from the Army Times. The U.S. Army has issued a directive on grooming and appearance regulations that allow observant Sikh men and conservative Muslim women to wear religious head coverings. The policy announced Tuesday also permits Sikh Sikh soldiers to maintain their beards and female soldiers to wear their hair in dreadlocks. How did, wait a minute, how did these, how did these laws of the UCMJ get changed? The president doesn't have the power to change the UCMJ, only Congress does. Again, something that goes away the minute Donald Trump's in office. So the policy announced Tuesday also permits Sikh soldiers to maintain their beards and female soldiers to wear their hair in dreadlocks. The Army has reviewed its policies to ensure soldiers can serve in a manner consistent with their faith so that we can recruit from the broadest pool of America's best. America's worst, you mean. Army Secretary Eric Fanning said in a statement, if the Army wanted the best, it wouldn't have the lowest requirements to get in. Over the last year, the Army conducted rigorous evaluation and validation of how commonly requested accommodations would impact force effectiveness, Fanning said. Our goal has always been to ensure soldier readiness and safety while providing reasonable accommodations for these established and recognized faith practices. I don't recognize Islam. What do you think of that? This is ridiculous. You you don't get all these accounts. The military is this. You can't do it. You're out. Go back to civilian life where you belong. This is senseless. It is unbelievable. And again, why now? Because they're trying trying to do everything about Donald Trump that they can. Now he's going to have to undo all this nonsense. It takes time to deal with all this stuff. Then he's going to end up being brought up on a bull fake impeachment charges. It won't go anywhere, but it'll tie him up. Soldiers still have to submit their request for brigade-level approval, the Army Times reported. The directive states that since 2009, the religious accommodation requests received by the Army have mostly come from soldiers wanting to wear a hijab, Muslim women headscarf, or a Sikh patka turban with an uncut beard and hair. No, you don't need a head scarf. Your head's covered by your cover, your military cover, which is your hat. 
That's your hat. You don't get to wear a headscarf. You don't get to wear a turban. You don't get to wear long hair and an uncut beard unless you're a Navy SEALs. And that's just for blending in the Middle East. Soldiers, however, will still be required to wear combat helmets or other protective gear when training or deployment requires it. Why? Tough luck. Let them get their heads blown off. Soldiers, however, will still be required to wear it. The changes come after West Point graduate and Bronze Star recipient Captain Simrat Pal Singh filed a lawsuit against the Defense Department in 2016. Singh was permitted to wear the beard and turban in the Army until a ban was imposed in the 1980s, according to the Army Times. The military expert, yes, because Demi Jimmy Carter did the same nonsense with the military that this idiot did. And now Reagan came in and undid it. And Trump's going to come in and undo it. And that's the way it works. They don't learn. Military experts have always questioned why the U.S. military is restricted Sikhs from serving, said Eric Baxter, senior counsel at Brickett Law, which acted as co-counsel on Captain Singh's behalf. Army would still be stronger, a nation safer with Sikhs serving alongside their fellow Americans. How many Sikhs are there in the country exactly that we give a crap? Number one. Number two, hey, look, if your religion precludes you from joining the Army, then maybe you shouldn't be a citizen of the United States of America. Because last time I checked, until Abominus said otherwise, and that's gone too, you have to, as, as an oath to citizenry, you have to take up arms in defense of the country. That is required. Abominus said, oh, you don't have to say that part anymore. Yeah, well, you're gone, and yeah, let's say it again. See how it works? Um, no, if you're not going to be able to serve in the army because of your religion, then you're not allowed to immigrate to the United States of America. You can't be a citizen. Sorry. If if uh, the type of head covering you use is that important to your religion, then I guess you're out of luck. Covering a head should be covering a head should be covering a head. And, when, and there should be exceptions in every religion for serving in the military, for instance. It's the, mili- it's the religion that should accommodate us, not we accommodate them. They want to join something that's established. They need to make sure they meet all the requirements. If they can't, then they can't do it. It's, that's it. If their religion is in the way, their religion is in the way. And that's just a fact and goodbye. We don't need, it's not like we're going to die without Sikhs. What are they, 1% of 1% or something? I mean, really. I have no idea what this even is about. We're not restricting Sikhs. We're restricting them for looking like freaks. Conformity is part of military appearance. Everyone wears the same uniform the same way. Every, Every pin has to be placed the same on every uniform as every other uniform. It is consistency. It is it's not chaos. It is that turbans and beards and swords and I don't know what else they're gonna do. Just it's ridiculous. They they always screw with our military. Thank God Trump's in, this is gonna all go away. The women, all of it. You could forget transgenders get an operation on our dime. I doubt I doubt he would ever you consider that as staying. So uh, if he does, uh I'll be very unhappy with him, and I'll have to badmouth him, I guess. Anyway, the military previously approved other religious headwear 
a directive from 2009, again, Obama's administration, states that a Jewish yarmulke may be worn with the uniform whenever a military cap, hat, or other headgear is not prescribed. A yarmulke is a little teeny thing. It fits underneath your hat. You can wear both at the same time. I could see I, I, I could see them make an exception except for one thing. When they, when they go inside, you take your hat off, they have a yarmulke. No. You're not allowed to wear a hat indoors. No head covering. In fact, it says head covering, not hats. No head covering indoors. Therefore, why make an exception for Jews? I know a lot of Jews that walk around without a yarmulke on all day. You only have to have a yarmulke on when you go to, to go to temple. Did you know that? It's the only time you're required to wear a yarmulke. And they got extra ones in case you don't have one. They give it to you at the door. They don't walk around all day with a yarmulke on. Why do they need to do that in the military? Sorry. Again, I, I'm not for making accommodations to Jewish people either. Or Christians. None. What are you going to say, uh, Christian? Uh, okay, we're going we're gonna to have to track the bridge first thing in the morning. I can't, Sarge. It's Sunday. It's the Sabbath. I'm not allowed to work on the Sabbath. We don't accommodate that, now do we? No, we do not. So why women and Sikhs and Muslims? And freaks. But I have to go to a break. It's your cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 
That's 800-917-2194. Okay, so you're listening to the the show and you want to know, how can I listen live? I want to listen live. Well, you can go to uncooperativeradio.com where you can download and listen to all our shows for free. And they have apps for everything. It's at the bottom of the page. I know. Just go to the bottom of the page. It's the only place you're going to be able to find how to get the apps at the bottom of the page. And uh, look under listeners, and then it'll have apps, and you can get free apps. So you can listen to the show on the apps if you want. Oh, by the way, I wanted, before you go on, to uh, give a great thanks to you from our girlfriend, my girlfriend, Deb, for putting up the Women of the Revolution on your site. Okay, you're welcome. Yes, she uh, wanted me to say thank you. <laughs> at uncooperativeradio.com, it's, an, it's a radio station. It has Uncooperative Radio, it has the Women of the Revolution, and it has the Patriots Pub. Now, Women of the Revolution and Patriots Pub are two different uh, historical, educational endeavors. So please listen, at least on my show, uh, Patriots Pub from episode one. I, I don't think that's as important at Women of the Revolution. I don't think they just kind of went linear no we didn't right so that's up to you uh but please if you if patriots pub if you don't listen from episode one you've you'll miss the whole purpose of the educational experience well because it's about the constitutional convention of 1787 no that's part of it it starts in 1763 it's obviously more than that right well i'm glad you said that but yeah episode one (laughs) yes episode one and trust me you're gonna like it we got off to a rough start, but uh, it gets really good. All right, we can also be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, whatever you have to have a do. Oh, really? I don't. I'm in places I don't even know. Uh, we have a. We are on Facebook and Twitter. We have a Facebook page for the show. Just do. It's just Uncooperative Radio. But just do a search for Uncooperative Radio. Are you out of the Gulag? Uh, no, it's still, a, I, I might, I might make a new page to replace that page because then I, it seems like they're not letting it go. They're not going to. So I'm, I'm going to have to do that. And then when I do that, I'm going to tell you all so you can switch over in, in the other account. See how long, we'll see how long that lasts. Yep. We are being censored, Brian. I should call it public radio and then they'd probably leave me alone. <laughs> it's, it's national public radio. All right, so you want Facebook, just do Uncooperative Radio. Twitter account, same thing, just do a search for Uncooperative Radio. Uh, or it's, no, just do that, it's easier. If you want my personal Facebook, it's Brian Bonner 90 spell the name right. Twitter account, at Brian Bonner. We're also rebroadcast on RedStateTalkRadio.com. And through them, you can listen to us on TuneIn, TalkStream Live, and the Roku. Now, we're on the Encore channel, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday nights, at redstatetalkradio.com. And through them, if this is where you can listen to the show with the listener line. If you don't have the data, blah, blah, just a phone call, you just sit there and listen. You, you can't interact with the show, but you can listen for free. Well, you know, any, any charges on your end are your responsibility. <clears throat> so, there are two... Count of two 
channels. Encore and Prime. We're on Encore. We're on Encore. Pause for effect. Okay, the listener line for Encore is 605-562-4221. That's 605-562-4221. And don't forget to check out the Red State Talk Radio newsletter. It's free. It's great. And if you don't like it, unsubscribe. We don't follow. We won't know. We won't tell. That's it. We run like hell. Well, it's <laughs> me push button go like hell. Okay, well, no, I'm forgetting some. Um, oh, our commercials, our paid commercials. We have, if you notice, we have paid commercial, commercial commercials. But we don't have a lot of them. We try and pick ones that you might be interested in. We do not get paid for airing them. We only get paid if you call the number in the ad. So if you are interested in what's in the ad, please call the number in the ad only, or we won't get paid. The ad agents won't get paid. And the only people that are going to be happy are the people that aren't paying us. Oh, and I do want to thank our listeners for doing exactly what you said because we have just benefited from it. We benefit on a regular basis when we can do a radio show. <laughs> I'm saying we just which got amazes, paid. Which amazes me, by the way. <laughs> All right, here we go. For what? Attention, users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Back to the Young Cooperative Radio Show, hour half of three. 
Again, last chance to call the show, 406-565-4189, 406-565-4189. From Military.com, Army M1 tanks and trucks will begin arriving in Europe. Say what? You heard me, in Europe on January the 8th, marking the beginning of a nine-month rotation of a U.S. armored brigade designed to strengthen deterrence against Russian aggression. The planned arrival of the 3rd Armored Brigade Combat Team, 4th Infantry Division, out of Fort Carson, Colorado, is part of the effort to support Operation Atlantic Resolve. The United States is demonstrating its continued commitment to collective security through a series of actions designed to reassure NATO allies and partners of America's dedication to enduring peace and stability in the region in light of the Russian intervention in Ukraine. Pentagon spokesman Peter Cook said Thursday, it's too late. The Muslims are going to kill Europe from the inside. You're not protecting them from the Muslims, and you're not protecting them from the Muslims. They're going to die. I know. This is how psychotic this administration and everybody around him and everybody that's involved is. They're, they're more worried about Russia than the Muslims. Are you freaking kidding me? I said freaking. No, you didn't. Yeah, I said no, no, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. Now say, say, oops, sorry. No, I said freaking. Susan, I don't care if you said that. I told you not to say that. And if you didn't have that in your head, you wouldn't have said the other one. And we don't care about that. We're going to send troops over there to do what, Brian? Susan, let's move on. Uh, this is this is him trying to say yay to NATO because. President-elect said nay to NATO, and he's coming in, so he's making it a big point of showing America's support. Of the, everyone's looking, going, you're out the door, buddy. Nobody gives a crap about what you do. I, what I don't understand is what, did they, like, have a war room meeting, and these are contingencies to do in case Hillary didn't win, or are they just doing this off the cuff? Because they're doing everything. They're throwing everything at the new administration. Right. There you have it. So that they know that they had this plan before, or now they're just, like I said... Just... Before, you'd have to be playing a long time before this campaign's been going on for a long time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did they have this... No, obviously, they just told you what it was called and when it's starting, it's their turn in the rotation, blah, 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 blah. I'm saying the whole thing. Everything. Why don't we read the article and find out? No, not just this. Everything about Russia, everything Susan, about I, the election. I, I don't mean... have a crystal ball. I can't answer your questions about what goes on in other people's mind or what's going to happen in the future. But did the Dems have this all planned no, out? No, they didn't have anything all planned That's out. That's what I Okay, They had no clue. Eventually they did. I mean, I said this campaign's been going on. How long, Susan? Yeah, but we How just... long? Answer me. Three years. No, it hasn't been three years. Three years. No, it has not been three years. It's been three years. It's at least been two, but I'm thinking three. It's a lot of time to plan some. All right, moving along. The announcement comes just a day after U.S. Uh, senior U.S. intelligence leaders testified before the Senate Armed Service Committee to reinforce, the, reinforce their certainty that Russia interfered with the recent U.S. presidential election with cyber attacks. First of all, the only cyber attack that had anything to do with it would have been hacking of emails, which WikiLeaks already said didn't come from Russia or any state 
Russia, anything to do with Russian state. In other How words, Russian t- government had nothing to do with it. How many times does he have to say that? Oh, but who are you going to believe, Julian Assange <laughs> or these political hacks that run the CIA and the FBI? Julian, Julian Assange. Assange. You're out of your mind. I don't believe a word that comes out of these people's mouth, and if you do, you're a fool. So, uh, <clears throat> cyber attacks. Now they say misinformation and fake news reports. First, it was it was like us. It was conservatives on Twitter doing fake news stuff. Now it's Russia. They're really reaching. You buy any of this, really? Oh, you sh- you should definitely buy. When it comes to Russia, I believe it. Well, you know, I believe they're. Po- I believe they do hack as much as they possibly can all the time to get information. Uh, I don't think there was any particular reason to hack for this election because, like I said. WikiLeaks did not get it from the Russian government or any Russian state official or connection of the state. Blah, blah, blah. You got it? No Russian involvement. Why do you want to punish Russia for something they didn't do? That was made up. I think Julian Assange knows better than anybody else where he got his information from. Don't you? And let's believe the political hacks that are pointed to the intelligence agencies because they've never done anything like this before. Uh, let's just point out the fact of their track record not being good. Do you remember weapons of mass destruction? I'm just saying. Both Republican and Democrats said they were interested in doing more to retaliate against Russia than President Caesar Barack Obama's recent response, which sanctioned Russian intelligence services and their top officials kicked out 35 Russian officials, and shuttered two Russian-owned compounds in the U.S. Giant mistake. President-elect Donald Trump, who has dismissed the intelligence community's findings, has scheduled to receive a briefing on Russia's interference in the U.S. election process Friday from James Amakami Clapper, Jr., (laughs) Director of National Intelligence and other officials. Sorry, isn't there a venereal disease named clap. after that? The clap, yeah. No, but there's a there's a thing that turns things on and off that is called the clapper. <laughs> it's scheduled uh, to brief Congress next week on a comprehensive review of the Russian hacking operation, of which he has no idea <laughs> what. You know how are you going to prove anything Clapper says? How are you going to how are you, how is he proving it? What are you going to show me? What documentation do you have on this hacking? Show me. I want to see everything you have. I want to see how you came to this conclusion. You just give us conclusions based on nothing. I want to see. I want to see the work. Make it available twenty four hours. Go. Because you can't believe them. Look what Comey did. He he gave a pass to somebody he should have put behind bars. She should have never been allowed to even run. Everyone's allowed to run. For president. Everyone's allowed to run. Sorry, she wasn't convicted of anything. Oh, and by the way, there's nothing in the Constitution that precludes you from being president because you're a convicted felon. You know that, right? It's not in there. A version of the report will be released to the public. A version of the report. How many versions of this report are there? What do you mean, a version of the report? I want the actual report, not a version of it. 
Don't we pay their salaries? We pay everything. We pay for everything. Aren't they our employees? They are, but they don't know it. So I get the real thing. I don't. So get the people don't get it either. But what? Uh, to your point, I don't get a version. I get the real thing. <laughs> I pay your salary. Yeah, You're you, my employee. Until until the rest of America understands that we're not going anywhere. If enough, enough if enough Americans understood that, then they would have to answer to us. But they don't. That's why we try to educate. That's what this show's about: education. Why? Because the founding fathers agreed with me. The only way to save us is to educate the people. Oh yeah, they t- they climbed in on us and they didn't say anything about an Article Five Convention of the States. No, no, they said when things get this bad, and they weren't talking about this bad. Uh, the only hope is to educate the American citizenry, and of course that's a fact because. They're supposed to be in charge. But if they don't know that, how could they be in charge? And that's where we are now. Once enough of us get it, we can take control again. See, that's the point. We need to take back control of our government. It's our government. Tanks, trucks, and other equipment will flow into Bremerhaven, Germany, and then move by rail. You're sending my people, more people to Germany yep. to refugee land? Yep. Oh, man. They raped one of our... One of our it's another reason why women shouldn't be in the military. I, it's, it, there's going to be an incident over there between military and Muslims. I'm telling you right now, it's, it, unless they specifically make them live apart from each other 24-7, you can't go to anywhere where Muslims might be. Where is that? Oh, I don't know. Everywhere. They just burned the oldest. They might as well just stay on base. They just burnt the oldest church in Germany. Yeah. Muslims did. And they let and them, they let them do they it. Let them they go. let them freaking do it. I wouldn't be trying that stuff here, Kimosabi. You'd be shot while you're, while you're doing it. Yeah, well, we wish the guy today was shot and he wasn't. Where was he? What state was he in? Florida. Right. There you go. Even though they have concealed carry, everyone doesn't carry. And not only that. And not only that, he's in an airport, so nobody was carrying. There you have it. And they also have the, uh, what do you call it, law? That you can shoot anybody that's going to... Except there was nobody with a firearm allowed to be where he was shooting people. They made a gun-free zone, and the same thing happened. He played shooting ducks in a barrel. Ha-ha, this is a fun game. And then he put his gun down, laid down face first, spread eagle out, and waited for the cops to arrive. This This is, something's up here, man. There's no, more than ACI. Yeah, but you already said that because you found out his real name. But you said that as soon as we heard the, the report once. <laughs> yeah, but it's still something else. It doesn't. It it doesn't seem like this isn't the normal crazy nut job that turns to Islam and suddenly goes off. That they, they they just it's like a suicide mission. This guy shot whatever he, whatever magazine he had when it was empty. He laid down and waited for the police. He didn't want to be dead. He didn't want the police to kill him. He didn't want to kill himself. Why? What? What's going on here? This is a different kind of Muslim terrorist. Something's up. There's a lot we don't know. And we never and will. And we probably will never, never know if someone else doesn't get involved in letting us know. Anyway. Um, and then they move from rail commerce line hall and military convoy to Poland, according to a European command press release. But that's my time. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. 
And say good night, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.